Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gone together to play a little D&D. Sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, Let's jump right into the action. Um, So we are obviously coming back from a pretty long break. So we'll do that quick introduction of everybody's characters. Does anybody want to go first? Actually, I guess I'll start. Uh, I'm Jesse. I'm the DM. I'll sound like a lot of different people. So there's not a whole lot for me to describe, unfortunately. Uh, Who wants to be the first one to talk about themselves and who they are? Sure. Okay. I'm Cody. I'm currently playing Lazarus, the Dragonborn Paladin of uh, Eldath. I had to think of the name for a moment. It's been a while. It has been a while. Lazarus sounds like this. It's very blue, very heavy. Lazarus is generally passable. Tries not to get too much mucked up. Lawful neutral. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Th- thanks, Lazarus. Thanks, Cody. Uh, who wants to go next? All right. I'm Brennan. I play Dresman Dis. Go by Dis in game. I'm also Batman. My parents are most likely dead. Follow a god whose name I can't quite remember right, right now. And I have two weapons that I'm sure are working perfectly with his power. I nice. like that that's all you remember, is you have a god you can't remember and two weapons of awesomeness. Merkel? I was looking through my notes and I couldn't remember. No, Merkel. Isn't it Merkel? No, it's Mare. Mare. Are you trying to tell me that you know my god's name better than I do? You don't yes. even know your god's name. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to give him this. <laughs> Maybe he can't remember the name. He can't pray to him. Oh, oh now you no, know. No, I know him in my heart. <laughs> not in my head. What <laughs> kind of shit do you um, think I'm going to let you get Brandon away? doesn't remember Dis's god's name. That doesn't mean that Dis doesn't remember his own god's name. That is exactly. a good point. But can we be sure that Dis is smarter yeah, than Brandon? No, no PC is ever protected from their player stupidity. <laughs> As you can see, we, we get off on things sometimes. Um, um, but still, uh, let's continue. So I guess next, uh, my name's Mike. I'm currently playing Nim Namfoodle Nagel, who goes by Nim, but he isn't shy about sharing his full name. Um, Nim is a gnome, age 16, about 3'6". Red hair, so flaming ginger, and he kind of sounds like this. It's like sort of a mouse with a little towelly undertone. So uh, yeah, um, Nim loves books, and he likes to go. Oh boy! Fantastic. <laughs> All right, and, and he's of average looks. I think I should put in there. I don't know if everyone's been stating what they look like, but Lazarus is dashing. I think that Dresden was also like average. This doesn't believe in numbers to appreciate his attractiveness. That's why you're ugly. It was racist. Racism. Super ugly, but he's got a really big. <laughs> Uh, I got away now. Wow, it took literally five minutes into the recording to talk about Dis's dick. Can't talk about Drow without that. I didn't say any specifics. Uh huh. You just put it all in her head. (laughs) Equally as guilty. Guilty, guilty. Okay. Uh, And with that, I am Brittany. I am currently, I like that I just waved to a microphone. Um, I am currently playing Kenna Evanwood, 
she is a druid. We got a last name, finally. Yes. Everyone else happened. said their last names. No, it's just been so long since I heard yours. Oh, oh, yeah, I guess I always just say Kenna. Um, she is a yeah, a druid. She put Way of the Shepherd. Um, she kind of sounds British, but every now and then she goes a little bit Scottish or a little bit Australian. Not quite sure what happens there. I think I'm a little bit more Australian at the moment, possibly. Um, and uh, she's super incredibly attractive. Uh, we roll for attractiveness in our group, and she's a 20 out of 20. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I really like uh, that Brit did her, her like, what her character actually is. Maybe we should, maybe everybody should just really quickly, or you did as well, Cody, so. I mentioned oh, yeah, I'm a drown. That's right. But, like, what class are you? Yeah, yeah we didn't mention our classes. Should it's, we just redo it? Play. No, 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 not at all. all not at all. This is all in a preamble. I don't redo things. This is our first recording, and this is just how these are going to go. It's right. just whatever we get out there is what we get <laughs> out there. Yeah, we're not going to care that much, please. Chaotic good. Drow. Hope nobody has a problem with that. Black. I mean, drow. Whoa. Heard that. Level four swashbuckler. Multi-class to a level three. Battlemaster. Very dramatic. Thank you, Dis. <laughs> and uh, Nim is a uh, neutral good wizard, uh, wizard seven, and that would be a divination wizard. So he knows things before they happen, and uses portent to bend luck. Divine powers, <laughs> which is really good because the party has none. Um, <laughs> My portent has had no luck. Vodacom. I have no rules. Vodacom. Like. How many portents have I rolled? And I have not None. crit, failed, or crit succeeded once. No, his his the divination dream. magic mostly gives us like sevens to like twelves. Yeah. Nice middle of the field rolls. The dream is literally dead. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I um, should also mention then that Kenna is neutral good, because everyone else stated there. Uh, perfect. Um oh, and, and of course, what what is the party name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just in case that didn't come through with everybody doing it all at once, they are surf and turf. Uh, we're going to discuss a little bit about their history because it is uh, we're we're coming back to the group after like a two to three month absence almost. Um, so I think it'd be good to talk about. Uh, I guess honestly, if you guys want to talk about just the beginning, and you don't have to go into a ton of detail, just kind of hit your main points of what you think is important for you to refresh each other on. In the beginning, there was rock lobster. It was a slave camp. About a hundred people. Yep. It was uh, on the coast. On the coast. And we... Grew up there. We've been there yeah. for ten years. Not all of us. Some of us have come from other slave camps, but the majority of us, three of the four, have spent the entire ten years in this one camp. Pretty much. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, you Nim, Lazarus. Kenna, and Lazarus were pretty close friends mm-hmm. before the, ha- the escape... Yeah. We got dreamed. Spoiler yes. alert. <laughs> uh, for for <laughs> the reference, for for the reference, we will get into this in some later videos about the history of the world that Surf and Turf inhabits. But suffice it to say, a horrible calamity befell the world and plunged it into ten years of darkness, which is why they all live in slave camps until they escaped. Just to give a a tiny bit of historical ten years context. Ten years so, like quick, like we little know, recap: we escaped. We <laughs> We uh we stole a ship, uh, sailed our asses out of there, sailed our asses right out of there. Well, fireballs blew up other ships and docks and things. 
Yeah. I asked them. You're was, welcome. That was that was. We mean. found our way Fireworks. to a little slice of heaven, a little haven of sorts. As as Lazarus was saying, from a dream. Yeah, from, from a dream. dream. Yeah, we all had had a shared dream about this. Uh, two old dudes, and we follow yeah. our dreams. <laughs> God damn it! Remember, <laughs> listeners, follow your dreams. <laughs> No, literally, like whatever goes through your mind at night, just do that. that that's how it works. Right? That is fantastic. <laughs> how can you go wrong? Uh, there <laughs> the best was absolutely <laughs> like so. Now we inhabit this like little secluded island that is uh, safe from the rest of the evil in the world so, for the most part. Well, I don't know if it's like secluded anymore. There's quite a few people on it now. But well, don't jump ahead of yourselves. The, Spoiler alert: secluded from the rest. Oh, of the sorry. I keep jumping too far ahead. So it was just the f- four of us on an island <laughs> called Alarian Time. Thank you. And uh, then, you know, we started adventuring and finding people and bringing them back to our island. And now we have like quite a few people there. Quite a few now. Quite a few now. We have a separate group that's just happening with us. Yep. There's been some big ants that we had to beat up and steal hearts of to protect Island further. <laughs> More context, info will that be was given. Really, really useless. <laughs> there. Yep. Yep. There was good reasons for all of their decisions. Yes. <laughs> we hope. Plot. Uh, plot reasons. And Alarantine meant the shining light. Yeah. Oh, Notes coming in handy. It's always good when somebody whips out their notebook and just yeah. reads like. A random note I gave. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Some of the some of the people on our island, we have demon hunters, and then we have we got we got a colonists. Uh, yeah, some colonists. <laughs> yes, yeah, so useful people. They they've had to rescue people because most people exist in slave camps, and they're kind of trying to restart civilization if they can. We, a lofty goal to be sure, but we kind of yada yada the stair boss. Should we mention the stair boss? <laughs> I, I well, feel like not into mentioning detail yeah, later at on. Another time. Yeah, oh, so, so I'm leaving pieces out. I'm just trying to give the like, Okay, so this, this this is the mention of the stair boss. Yeah, that'll be a foreshadowing boss. for for you people out there. There was a stair boss and it was spoiler. It's called Lazarus's fall. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It does have an official title. All of our rivers also have titles on our on our island. Yes, at some point, if enough people like what we're doing, maybe we'll post a map yeah. and, and all the names that you guys have given to your parts of your island. Draw a real map. Never did we ever think that those names would be public. <laughs> uh, so the names are a little weird. <laughs> I wouldn't have changed the thing. No. No. Nim, 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 Nim made change, the decision. Didn't change <laughs> Mine's Meyer. Yeah, yeah Meyer's was too bad. Miracle or Meyer? Because it was Canna River before. And then you change it to Kenna River. No, it was never Kenna. It was always Kenna. I don't know. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to cover um, in, in any sort of particular detail? There is a, a quest you're on right yes. now, which probably is worth mentioning. We are on a current quest uh, to find a little girl who ran away from a farm so that we can free everyone from the farm because the dad won't leave until we find her. But she ran away trying <laughs> to find. Yep, she ran away trying to find a little Nim because she's like in love with him or something. Her name's Mary, by the way. I think we should mention. That. <laughs> I feel like everybody she's else is yada yada overing the fact <laughs> yeah. that she's a person, and Nim's like, it "Wasn't my fault." And she has a name. <laughs> she's a human. Um, she's a human. <laughs> she's a human. We were trying to track her. We have not successfully done so, and uh, we were captured. We ended up going through. A- an adventure through some spooky woods. Yeah, um, <laughs> there may some... have been a snake situation, but we'll skip uh, over that one as well. Oh, yeah. Those can be some... detailed stories for later. Yeah. We get pulled underground. 
That's great. Uh, and then, yeah, we got captured, and now we are in a stronghold where we just finished competing for ranks in the military? Mercenary slash adventurers guild. Yeah. Yeah. And I can kind of pick it up there just a little bit and give them a brief. So uh, basically, the, the party of Surf and Turf was largely running under the impression, at least initially, that they were one of the only forces in the world that could kind of help recover the world, so to speak. Uh, however, they've learned about this stronghold and found out that it, it may be a, a bastion of civilization that they can join and perhaps partner up with or or trade with, uh, have some sort of political dealings with, who knows. Um, so that's that's another reason for them to be there, and they're trying to make their way through it. They had just finished their trials, um, put through a bit of a boot camp um, by a sergeant strain, and um, yeah, they, they've basically been waiting for three months to to find out how that worked out so they're very excited so we won't uh we won't hold off any longer and we'll we'll get right into it so i need from everybody a luck roll no i know it's everybody's favorite does it come down to a freaking luck roll someone's gonna have to help me that's 11 oh that's sad i'm sad you're above average all right Oh, I'm lucky. <laughs> Alright, we never fucked up. Yep. Okay. Um, um, actually, I don't. Did we just finish a long rest? Yes, yes, we would have. If you want to do your portents, do you still have your cards yes, for fortune telling? Oh, yeah, I do have to pull a card. Yeah, okay. you, maybe so we'll, we'll take a moment. We'll let you catch up with that. Um, Okay, uh, I'll do my portent first. Sure. Um, while he's doing that, uh, usually we do rolls just around the table, so I'll each ask one of them, or I'll ask each one of them individually, so just you'll hear a bunch of numbers when we roll usually. And a 12, natural. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. Right in the range. A nice portent right in the middle of the field, almost right completely useless. Like no, I got a 5, though, so the 5 is Okay, nice. no, a 5 is good. A five We've is never good. actually gotten a high roll, though. We've never been able to be like, yeah, you automatically succeed. It'd be great if somebody could just hand dis a crit. Yeah. But it's just never happened. <laughs> Actually, I guess up. giving Lazarus a crit wouldn't be so bad either. It's well, a nice side action. action this one, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, did you pull your fortune-telling card? I did not do that yet. Uh, I, a quick thing for that, so outside of the portent, uh, we do have uh, a Mike as Nim pull a, a fortune card for the session to just give a goofy indication of maybe how the session will go. Sometimes I follow it, sometimes I ignore it. Okay. Um, Most of the time I ignore it. So today's card like is Serena. I am the angel of abundance. You will receive the money that you need, and God is in charge of how that will happen. Have faith. Oh, thanks, God. So our ranks are going <laughs> going to go well. Come, my money, children, money, money. have faith in me, <laughs> and I will bring you the justice you deserve. So I don't believe that. <laughs> no, <laughs> depends on what kind of justice bone. you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, luck rolls, please. Eleven. We'll start with we'll start with Cody. Eleven. Okay. Seventeen. Five. Eighteen. Okay, so Kenna, you wake up first. And you are in unfamiliar surroundings. Uh, as you wake up, you realize you are tucked into a comfy bed. 
Um, it's it's honestly probably one of the first times you felt a really comfy bed in a long time. Uh, it is made of down feather. It is very comfortable. Uh, as you kind of flutter your eyes open and look around the room, it's not um, an overly fancy furnished room, but it has been furnished well. It's been furnished to be functional. It appears to just be a small room. There's your bed. There's a, a dresser across the way, a little space for you to walk in between, and then a door. Um, and there's not much else. Um, there's no window in your room, um, but you can hear the sounds, the low sounds of activity through the walls. They should be very happy about no window in her room. I don't know. know. <laughs> uh, the walls and floors are made of wood. It doesn't really seem to be a cell, at least not from your initial impression as you wake up. Um, but we will begin with that. Yeah, what, what do you what do you want to do? Yes, I'll get up and explore my room. Okay. Uh, what are what are you looking for in your room? I want to like open the drawers and see if there's anything inside them. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, give an investigation check. Seventeen. Okay, so you pop the drawers open, and uh, it's all your stuff. Some somebody has taken the time to lay out your things in these drawers. Maybe a bit of an invasion of privacy, but it's been laid out very nice. I don't think there was anything too private in there. Well, that's all right, then. Am I Am I clothed? Uh, you are clothed, but you are in sleepwear that you don't recognize. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, then I would like to change into my normal everyday wear. Certainly. What was What was your role, Dis? You were very 17. close to Kenna. Okay, we'll get to you very shortly. Um, actually, we'll get to you right now before you do anything else in the room. So, Dis, you wake up in a very similar environment to Kenna. Nice soft bed, a dresser across the way. Uh, yours also does not have a window, um, but outside of that, it's essentially the same room, or seems to be anyway. Uh, it is worth noting, neither of you woke up with anybody else in the room. You're alone. Hello. So, I'm about to wake up with somebody else in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go check the drawers. Okay. Uh, roll an investigation check as well. Fourteen. Okay. So you pop the drawers open, and much like Kenna, your things have been arranged, including, you note of particular importance, both your weapons that have been specially given to you and the pieces, the trophies of your kill that you've been gathering for Meyer. Um, have been set in their own drawer, separated. Almost like whoever put your stuff away knew they had a separate significance. Who's done this? No one answers you in the room. (laughs) Shocker. Answer me, God. Uh, You can try. I'm going to pray for Meyer. Okay. Do you remember Meyer's name? Miracle. He's a miracle. Oh. Uh, hey, are you there? Am I coming to loud and strong? Clear. There's you. You get down. You pray as you're accustomed to, and it's with dance. Yes, of course, with a dance. Why wouldn't there be? Um, it's not so much that you feel an absence, but there's no immediate reply. He's he's there. You get the feeling that he's there, but there's there's no reply. You don't feel disconnected. So I guess that's two of you awake. Now, the other two rolled significantly lower, so we are going to give them a little bit more time to sleep. 
So that's the two of you awake. Um, do either of you try the door? Yep. Yes. Okay. Once <laughs> I was dressed. And just out of curiosity, because I want to judge like where your character's emotional level is at. Like, do you attack the door? Like, are you worried about the door? Or are you just kind of no. mildly curious about where you might be? Kind of just wants We're... to see what's going on out there. Yeah, I'll go listen to the door, like paranoid a little bit, but I know the door's probably open. I'm just like, okay, yeah, do Who's a perception check. Listen through the door. Where are you? <laughs> oh boy, Passive. eight. Fifteen. <laughs> I saw the roll. <laughs> okay, you stick your ear to the door, and you can hear the faint sounds of chatter and, and general just discussion. Uh, it honestly sounds to you like there's there's some sort of like meeting hall below you or, or a, a public room of some kind, maybe even a tavern, you're not sure. Um, but definitely you can hear many different voices. They all seem to be conversing in a more or less normal tone. You're just getting it pretty muddled through the through the floor and the wall. But other than that, nothing that gives you pause for alarm. So yeah, uh, if both of you tried the door, uh, Kenna and and Dis, both of your doors open easily uh, into a hallway. In fact, you both see each other. You're you're across from each other. Like you basically both open the door at more or less the same time. Hey, Dis. Hey, Kenna. <laughs> How are you? Fantastic. What the hell happened? I just woke up. Actually, I I... if I may interrupt, roll a con roll each to see how you feel. <laughs> just kidding, I'm hung over. I feel <laughs> terrible. Nine. Nine. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you say it, but, but you really do. You kind of feel like somebody may be coming off of whatever the D&D equivalent of a roofie is. They spiked um, our drinks. Yeah, you definitely feel you're a little foggy up top. Not enough to in, inhibit your function, but definitely you feel a little... Your stomach's not quite right, and your head's not quite right. There's a guy in chainmail. You didn't even talk to the man in chainmail. How would you have any idea if that was what it was happening? He had a look the whole time that I, said, I'm going to poison you. I disagree. I think that he looked absolutely lovely. There's nothing wrong with him. Yeah, but... How good is your perception? <laughs> Better than yours. Fair point. <laughs> but you didn't see the way he looked at our party. He was like, I'm going to kill these guys. I'm pretty sure I did because you kept pointing out to everyone to look at the guy in chainmail. He was hiding it. He knew I saw. He was trying to allay suspicion. Was your bed as comfortable as my bed? It I had the, like, the bed was so comfortable. I didn't even, you know, really know. I was just like kind of freaked out and I was like, oh, my stuff's here. This is awesome. Speaking of which... Uh, that, that's a good point. Yeah. Dis, Dis didn't evaluate his clothing. He is also in night garb, but not his own. He's in a in a loose-fitting uh, uh, trouser and shirt combination. This is a, a new look for you. Hey, clothes I mean, on. I've seen hot pants, but, or, you know, no pants. I haven't seen fully, bedtime wear. Dis does become naked at an alarming rate. Fully clothed is kind of weird. It's kind of restrictive. Not gonna lie. They're like the baggiest clothes. Like <laughs> Right. I'm gonna take off the shirt. <laughs> and free and your chest. There we go. Alright, I feel free. Where um, have you seen uh Nim or Lazarus? No, you're the only person I've seen today. Just woke up. Do you wanna go look for them or Do you want to get dressed first? I am dressed. Well, I mean, sure. <laughs> so you are in a small hallway. There are several other doors. There's got to be at least 20 rooms on this floor. 
Um, and to your left is a staircase that leads down. More sound is coming from that direction. Um, and on the other side, there's just a door at the end. Like, there's one more room tacked on to the end of the hallway. I don't know where we're going to find them. Should we go downstairs and check that out? Maybe we should just knock on these doors. Every single door. Were we, we were right what beside we each other? You were across from each across other. Across from each other? Like, they could be right next to us. Okay, how about we knock on the doors, like, closest to us, but I'm not That's going past That's four there. doors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But what if we wake someone up? We're just like, oh, our bad. We were roofied. I mean... It's basically what happened. I don't think that's a good thing to say, considering we're in a new place where we don't know anything, and you're half naked, and... This... Drowler. <laughs> Drowler. <laughs> what if we... I guess... You do the knocking, I'll do the talking? Sure, that works. Okay. Are you guys sure they're in a room? What if they're already waking downstairs? That's what I was saying! That's why I said we should go downstairs! Do you think they're actually gonna wake up before us? I mean... Have you met him? Yeah. If there's the idea of a book around, he has not been asleep yet. That's a good point. I don't really know him that well. Nim, Other can you uh, make a con save for me real quick? <laughs> nope, I can't. <laughs> what was it? Uh, my con's not terrible, but that's only an 8. I mean, you could use your port. It yes. would make it that much better. 12? <laughs> yeah, that's Okay. I already rolled. You have to abuse port mm. before you roll. Fair enough, fair enough. So, at the mentioning out in the hallway of a book, Nim's eyes in his room <laughs> flutter slightly, but it's not enough to wake him from his stupor. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I guess he could be downstairs. He does love books. We could check there. Let's go check downstairs. Or one of us could check down there and the other one knocks up here. Do you think it's a good idea to split up in a new place where we don't know anything, where you don't even have your weapons? Well, I mean, the chainmail guy doesn't know where we are yet, I'm How assuming. do you know that? What if he? What if he's on, in that door right so there? So you're on board us? with him being suspicious. I, I knew not. it. I am not at Together, all. we will stop him. They don't believe this, the danger. There's nothing wrong with chainmail, man. Just because his armor is nicer than yours does not mean that you should think he's going to kill you. So I'm not jealous of him. He's you jealous are. of me, alright? He saw my weapons. <laughs> oh my, Lanta. So, back on to the topic at hand. I think I can knock on all these doors. Fine, just knock on doors. I'll, I'll stand here. Like, I'll just make friends with anybody that pops out. It'll be fine. Okay, you might intimidate someone, though. You're, you're awfully... naked. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna make some other comment. I'm okay with that. <laughs> just go up and knock on the door. Okay, so you have, obviously the two of you were directly across from each other. That gives you uh, the door to the left and right of your door and the door to the left and right of Ken's So door. I'm looking at Ken right now. I just yeah. want to immediately turn to my right and knock on the door that's right there. Yeah, just like <laughs> turn around, just hit the wall. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, just out of curiosity, like, how, how hard are we banging? <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> that was loud as fuck. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> okay. Yes, yes it was. <laughs> we we apologize to headphone users. <laughs> we will drop. <laughs> we'll we'll drop that down a little. Um, okay, uh, so I need uh, Nim. I need you to make a con save again. Come on, wake up! Wake, wake up, up! Wake up! Wake up! Oh, that's a lot better. Uh, Nineteen. Okay, so Nim was having a wonderful dream about books. Maybe tastefully erotic, <laughs> but we won't get into that. 
Uh, and all of a sudden, there's just this loud banging sound, and you shoot right up to a sitting position. Fifty shades of no. So <laughs> as I sit up, uh, Nim Nim just goes books, <laughs> books. Oh my god, books! <laughs> there are no books in your room, Nim. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, your room is much the same as theirs. Uh, Nim immediately searches the room for books. <laughs> like, even out, even out to the loud bang, he's just like, gotta get those books! Uh, well, I'm sure that he's yelling books loud enough that... That's, that's Dis, true. Dis probably that's just true. hears books, and then he just hears, like, drawers sliding in and out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the doors aren't, like, Fort Knox thick. Like, I'm sure he hears that, I mean, that, they'd so. be solid wood doors, so... Yeah, I mean, but, like, super but this is a, this is a pretty sharp guy. I'm sure he hears that. Okay. I heard him. He's inside, yes. This is his room, this is Nim's room. Yeah, you, you couldn't miss books. <laughs> oh, you heard it, too? It's piercing. Probably. So I think I Kenna heard it, too. Can I roll investigation? To of see course you I... can. I'm gonna open up his door. Okay. Uh, that's like a... Come on, what is my investigation? I'm just go to the next door and knock on that. It, which next door? Opposite of him. So beside Kenna now. And okay, then okay. 23 for the investigation. Okay. So Nim is frantically searching his room for books. He finds all of his belongings, much as the rest of you have found them, uh, but no books that aren't ones he perhaps already owns. Um, just, just you know, just the same as the rest of you have found. Okay. Uh, during all that, I think Nim frantically also threw on his clothes and took his spell focus, for sure. And... Uh, Spellbook. That that seems certainly fair. Uh, probably during the getting dressed part, I'm sure Kenna opened the door because that's just the luck Kenna has. <laughs> well, I mean, Kenna's seen. I've seen him. All it's true. Of it. It's true. That's true. He walked around naked for together a long time. Yeah, that's I, I true. Walked around yeah. naked for a long time yes. in it's, anticipation it's, of acid ants. <laughs> it's a very free campaign, is what we're trying to say. Um, okay, so you guys have gotten, or you have gone into Nim's room, and, and you're, you know, we'll get to that in a very bare moment. Uh, in the meantime, Dis has confidently strut over to the door that would be opposite Nim's room, and has banged on the door quite loudly. Same, same. Um, but he has gotten no reply there. I just go to the next door and bang on that. So, across, I'm just going, yeah, I'm going is... diagonal back. I'm just going like... Oh, okay, diagonally back. Yeah. So back towards your side again. I'll try that one. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, Kenna, you walk in on Nim as he's finishing changing. Oh. Oh, hello, Nim. Oh, hey, Kenna. What you looking for? Obviously not my lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity was wow. too good. <laughs> I feel like you couldn't resist. <laughs> so hard to resist the next part of it. <laughs> so, I mean... You're alive. What's, what's going on? I'll let you get changed. I mean, by this point, I think Nim's changed. He's pretty tiny. Like, yeah, it doesn't it's a road. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take Nim a long time to get dressed. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, Dis has switched, and I will need a con save from Lazarus, the big lizard. The big ro- lizard rolled a 13. Okay. So... You hear it, but it's in that, like, off way that, like, you hear alarm clocks in your dreams sometimes. And you you feel yourself beginning to rouse, but it wasn't enough to wake you up. Although, if you decide to, you may make some sort of noise. You'll probably hear my tail slap as I roll over. <laughs> Fair enough. I think they're having sex in here. <laughs> 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 okay, you go to the next door and you knock on that, and there's also no reply from that door. 
I just continue along the thing until I get every door. You're just going to work your way down the hallway? Yeah. Okay. Um, rather startlingly, as Nim finishes getting dressed and, and coming out, um, each individual door that you try down the hallway actually gives you no reply. Um, it appears that the rooms are either empty or, you know, maybe people just aren't in right now. I'll go back to the doors. So did that include the doors that were um, the opposite of Ken? Yeah, or, you said or... you tried the whole hallway, so I, okay. I, I gave you free run of the hallway. I'll go back to um, Ken or Nim's room if it's still open. Okay. Yeah, I, I imagine by now they're probably, like, in in the hallway, probably trying to figure out what, you, what you're doing. I, I don't know where Lazarus is. You might... didn't, didn't you say Lazarus! That? Didn't you say someone was having sex somewhere? Yeah. Go ahead and save again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> worse this time. He fell asleep. Went I don't have summer. proficiency. 11. Okay. I mean, we're not going to lie. There's a lot of commotion going on outside. So, I mean, it'd be hard for anybody to sleep through it. But Lazarus is a big sleepy lizard, so he's making a serious go of it. Um, but nonetheless, like, you do feel yourself being slowly pulled out. Maybe he he moves around again. You'd probably hear it. He's a big lizard rolling around on a bed. I mean, it's was not the quietest thing ever. There obviously was no walking. They're going at it really hard. No, certainly not. Who's they? The people next door, they're having sex. When I hear lizard groans, there's just some slapping in there. I'm I'm gonna go ahead what and open Lazarus' tail. Door. Okay, Nim, Nim just something. reaches up and pops the door open, and sure enough, there is a lizard. <laughs> but he's like he's sprawled out, like the tail is like off the bed onto the floor. Well, and, he is huge. Yeah, like I mean, like don't get me wrong. It appears that whoever put him in there made a concerted effort to fit him in the bed, but he's a big lizard, and it wasn't perfect. But yeah, he's just the the sheet is tastefully draped across his nether regions, as it appears. <laughs> we're, we're not getting into that. <laughs> we'll we'll make a special side video about that. Um, but yes, it, unfortunately, it looks like they couldn't find sleepwear big enough for the adorable dragonborn. So he he just has a uh, a sheet tastefully blocking the important bits, and aside from that, appears to be nude. Uh. Nim is going to, while he's still asleep, tear through his drawers and <laughs> looking for books, but also looking for his uh, stuff to cover his lizard bits. Okay, fair enough. Go ahead and roll your investigation. Ken is going to wake Lazarus up. Uh, okay. That's uh, 14 investigation. Okay, and I need an athletics roll from Ken. Oh, Give him a no. big shake. I'm going to stand guard at the door for uh, oh, chamber. Well, yeah. Okay, that sounds fair. 17. Okay. She's super athletic all of a sudden. <laughs> so Nim gives the drawers a good, thorough searching, looking for books. He finds none. <laughs> Lazarus was not a big reader. But I find all his stuff? Yes, his stuff is present. So okay, I, so I, I kind of just like huck it behind me, like trying to pile it in the middle of the room, like in a pile. So that he'll have his clothes when he wants them. Exactly, so he knows they're there. That seems fair. Uh, in the meantime, Kenna just grabs Lazarus by the shoulders, his wide shoulders, and she gives him a hell of a shake. <laughs> Lazarus, wake up, wake up, wake up. Now, we, we will have Lazarus do another con save, but with advantage. Kenna's given it her all. That one, that one, that one. That was a that one. Fuck you. That one, that one, that one. Oh, no, four two. Double, double one. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> Just a four hundred immediately. He's dead. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, at first it seems like maybe Lazarus won't wake up, but he does shake out of it. Mm, morning, Anna. Morning. 
Yeah. I see. Yeah. This is guarding like... the door from the chainmail man. <laughs> Going through all the drawers still. He's like, hey, Lazarus! <laughs> Lazarus does not remember falling asleep here. Oh, I don't think any of us do. Nah, that would explain. Also, all of your stuff was nightly, nicely put into drawers, but I see Nim has gone through the trouble of undoing that. Well, no, I didn't take everything out. I just took his, like, armor and stuff out. I didn't just unload his drawers into the middle of the room. Although that would have been... <laughs> He'll need all of this. <laughs> Speaking of which, those of you that have not con-saved for how you feel this morning, please do that now. Oh, baby. Wow. Poor Lazzy. Just can't roll. All right, Lazarus. Seven. Nim is feeling chipper. 22. Oh. All right. Nim's feeling good, which is weird because you would figure whatever chemical they used would take longer <laughs> to get out of, but it's a magical chemical, so we'll just say it works in the reverse. Magical. Um, so Nim feels great, which is mostly why he's been ransacking Lazarus's drawers, phrasing. Um, <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> Lazarus is feeling like a cold lizard warmed over, and it is awful. You probably feel pretty nauseous, even. I a little dry hand, mouth. I hands myself for five to remove a condition. Ah, very <laughs> good, very good. That paladin-ness <laughs> coming into play. Now you feel fine. Yeah. I was thinking about less rest. Now you also feel chipper, off. but not as chipper as them. That's I feel, a I feel normal, not chipper. Yeah, yeah. You feel, you feel average. It's a good thing I didn't finish investigating the drawers before he woke up, because I was going to get you to, like, jury craft my butt, and I was going to, like, Fart on his face. <laughs> smelling salts. Yeah, the smelling salts thing. Fantastic. Quick, generate a skunk smell on my butt. <laughs> what? That's what men would do. And <laughs> as you can see, they're they're all very close. <laughs> so you are all awake. You're all crammed into Lazarus's tiny room, uh, except for Dis, who's guarding the door, very carefully. Lazarus I'm like right in the door. Lazarus bouncing. probably just puts on his low his like sailor trials. Okay. Okay. Well, also going the shirtless route. I will leave he, he, the room. He is a sailor, right? Yeah. So he's used to wearing that. I feel like Nim goes up to Dis, like recognizing that he's like in defense mode. And Nim's kind of like gets his staff out and he's like, what are, what are we looking for? Chainmail guy. Could be anywhere. Chainmail guy? Yeah. You remember the guy who gave us a bad look? <laughs> this is why we couldn't remember anything. Drugged us. Sure of it. I have no evidence. <laughs> Nim just gets, like, way less alarmed. <laughs> Nim, Nim, yeah, Nim just, like, kind of drops his staff. <laughs> not drops it, but, like, drops it to his side and, like... Well, that's not as exciting. <laughs> We're waiting for a guy that gave you a funny look. Yeah, he could right, be anywhere. I kind of just, like, look around and, like, work, like where's my hammer and my shield? He's the, big stuff. The, the big stuff that couldn't fit in the drawers has just been lightly leaned against the set of drawers. The full bug plate and yep. everything's there. Yeah, it's all been nicely put in the the plate because it couldn't lean has just been nicely stacked in the corner on a chair. Yours is actually the only room that has a chair. Oh, nice. Is it like a lizard sized chair or do I not trust it? No, no, I'm afraid, much like the bed, every effort seems to have been made to accommodate your size, but not perfectly. Like is it like it's, nice big legs. It's or? bigger than the average chair, but you still look at it with a little bit of trepidation. You're not a hundred percent sure. Greek. 
which is a great way to start any adventure. Yeah. Breaking a chair. Falling through Don't a chair. chairs have to be, like, specially designed for Dragonborn? Because, like, a normal chair is going to have, like, shit like this. Unless Where it, does your tail go? It's mm-hmm. like back in the old day when they just had wooden backs that were open. It's really more of a stool. <laughs> more of a stool. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So that's... Yeah. Where would you guys like to take it from here? I don't pick up any of the big stuff. Just leave it there for now. Okay. You um, feel pretty feel pretty safe leaving in the room? Does anybody uh, need to know to make sure that their stuff's all in their room? I can go through it for you. I'm fine, thank you. Yeah. I mean, there could be books hidden amongst your stuff. There isn't, Nim. Are you I sure? went through my stuff this morning on my own. We we will have a side talk about Nim and Kenna and books and the agitation that has caused. But for now, we'll leave it at they have a trust issue with each other when it comes to scrolls and books. We both just really love books. Uh, Kenna, which was your room? Uh, I just kind of want to double check your room. No, you don't need to check my room. It was the uh, one opposite of mine there, I think. Oh, this! this. <laughs> What's uh, happening out here? Can I roll out? Lazarus just strides out into the hallway and Nim just leaps into another room. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless Kenna does something to stop you, then yeah, you can roll investigation. I'm going to run in front of my door and lock it. Okay. Uh, then we will have a straight-up athletics challenge. You're going to try to shove past her. Uh, and in, in oh. the spirit of... Oh, I am too fast. Hang on. <laughs> in the spirit of fairness, Kenna has the door frame to support her. So I think that's advantage. Okay. Let's see. He's, he's also very small. Ah! That that is true. He is small, but it appears to be not very He's so quick. <laughs> nope, the dice decided he's, for he's him. He's such a quick little gnome. <laughs> yep. So um, what, what were the rules officially? I'm flat nineteen because I have zero athletics. Wow, that's impressive. Five. Ah, Kenna's groggy still. I mean, well, Nim woke Nim up much is more chipper. Like yeah, jazzed on life right now. So <laughs> yeah. Nim almost woke up high. It's strange. We won't get into how the chemical is different. Um, so yeah, Nim just he kind of tries to block. Nim bolts right under her legs and just slips right into her drawers. <laughs> Crazy. For the record, Kenna's a human. <laughs> she ate into the not happening. Uh, so yeah, Nim, go ahead and investigation roll. I figure you've got maybe 10, 15 seconds before she's on you. It's not terrible. 22. Okay. Uh, Kenna, just just for the record, for people at home, do you have any books in your drawers? I believe I do. I thought you might. I believe that I do. <laughs> there, there may or may not be a, an item being hidden by Kenna. No, no, I gave that one away. I gave no, him that one. one. Oh, yes, that's right. No, it's just my scroll box. Okay. So there's no bugs. But there's some potions that I don't want him to have in there. Oh, Nim doesn't care about Yeah, he, he doesn't appear interested, yeah, to be honest. Does. In my yeah. clairvoyance potion? He doesn't he can't know read a clairvoyance potion. Yeah. Poison? Poison. But my scroll box is also in there. Okay. I mean, he probably pops that open. Like, I don't, I feel like yeah. Nim, like, there's a chance there's a scroll inside. And he just, he's all over that. But there isn't. So that's very disappointing for it's him. It's just, just uh, Kenna's... Diary thoughts. At, at which point, I do need an, uh, an athletics roll from Kenna because I feel like there's a tackle coming. Do I roll? Um, I feel like you're so focused on the drawers. Okay. Like, like honestly, I feel like she just tackles you. So, what? What was the roll? Thirteen. 
It, it's not like I mean, there's there's no NFL tackle here, but you're like, oh, a scroll case, and she just sidelines you. So I don't get like cross checked into the board. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Nim doesn't die. He just gets lightly checked to the floor. Okay. Yeah. I run up to the door. Since don't they just like through my stuff. No books. You're good. <laughs> From the floor. Yeah. I just, as I saw like Nim take off, I just like run after him. Like, did you see the chainmail guy? And I'm looking in the room as they're doing this shit. And I'm like, hold on. We have to keep ourselves together. He could be attacking at any time. Who's attacking? The chainmail guy. Chainmail guy. And people seem like you're very not worried about this. And he's a big Lazarus friend. is not worried. Who's still in the hallway? This guy. I wouldn't have run all the way into the room. I'd be like, I need perception checks from both of you. He's coming. Yeah, he's the one trying to pay attention. I don't give a shit. Ten. Lazarus, ten. Twenty-one. Yeah, sorry, Lazarus is your passive. Fourteen. Okay, so a little better, but, like, not great. And so, Dis, you're like, the the chainmail guy, he could be anywhere. And, like, as you're looking around, like, at the top of those stairs, (laughs) there is a young woman standing at the top of the stairs... Um, she's like, she's leaning lightly against, against the, the side of the hallway. And she's just casually watching you guys go through your rigmarole. She's got an apron on, uh, and a bit of a, in a bit of a smock. She's got business, uh, attire. Definitely seems to work in whatever building this is. Oh, there's a, somebody out here looks like they're waiting for us or watching us. Mm, pop my uh, head out. It's not the chainmail guy. I want Safe. Nim just kind of like straightens up his clothes and goes like walking out into the hall all super casual <laughs> and uh, just goes, yeah, come on, guys, we better get downstairs. <laughs> she just sort of like as you all look, she just sort of makes eye contact with you. And as you all kind of get her attention and her yours, she just gives you a quick like kind of why don't you come on downstairs hand motion and begins stepping down the stairs. Well then, shall we see what this is all about? Nim's already halfway down the stairs. He's staring at her butt. Uh, you know, that that is interesting. I, I apologize, I haven't rolled her attractiveness. Oh. Okay, Nim has good reason to follow. What was it? Uh, I was a 17. I speed up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Nim Nim picks up his step a little as well. Dis. Dis. Dis picks up. Sorry, sorry. Dis. Uh, So, you head downstairs, uh, and the sound of the tavern really begins to kind of pick up, and sure enough, as you step down the stairs into a main room, there are several tables. It's a fair-sized tavern or inn. There's at least 20 tables, um, all of which have several chairs. There is one bar off to your left, and there's actually a second one off to the right near a makeshift stage uh, and a big fireplace. Um, the woman that you've been following uh, has kind of taken a moment to wait down at the bottom of the stairs for you. Uh, and as those of you that were traveling a little bit quicker come down the stairs, she just kind of gives you a polite nod, and she just kind of, she just kind of nods, and then she's like, Well, I was really beginning to wonder if... Any of you were going to be waking up at all. But oh my, it seems that you've finally woken up. Uh, it is past noon, so I imagine you're all fairly hungry. Um, why don't you go ahead and uh, pick a table just over there. I'll get you something to eat, and then we have some things to discuss. 
Like books. I, I don't believe I have anything to discuss about books, no. Oh, we will. <laughs> but, but my, my, if you need to discuss books, I, I imagine I could find something for that. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Well, why don't you all have a seat? <laughs> um, is there is there any particular dietary restrictions that I should be worried about? Is a is a simple lunch fine? No one needs anything particular. Shouldn't mm, work. We're all used to what we can have. All right. Can I ask what your name is? We'll get into that, dear. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, don't worry. You're not in trouble or anything. I just prefer to talk to people on a full stomach. They tend to be more focused. And I'm afraid we have a lot to go over. Mm, now, right, let us then. get a table then. All right, I'll be follow. I'll follow after you shortly. Uh, I had a question. Very is, well. Is there an alcohol rule? Can I not consume? I substances before a certain time. I we are a tavern, um. So it'd be fairly silly of me to have a rule like that. All right. Uh, my apologies. I did forget. Uh, I would like to officially welcome you to the Apple Rum Tavern, the obviously the best tavern on the farming rung. You're going to be spending a fair amount of time here, I suspect. So welcome. On the farming rung. On the farming rung. Like a ladder, dear. I'm sorry. That was apple tea. Apple rum. Apple rum. Rum. I knew it was like a three-letter word, then it went somewhere, and I was like... Are you just going to swing back around when we're done eating? No, no, I'll be sitting down to eat with you. Oh. There are a few, fair few things we must go over. Sounds good, thank you. Fantastic. Now, while the characters enjoy a lunch that is probably well-deserved, considering they aren't really sure how long they've been out... Uh, we will take a momentary break and come back. Okay, so uh, welcome back, guys. So uh, just a quick refresher. You're all at the table awaiting food. Um, so, yes, uh, the individual, she does come by. She brings you... A, it's a nice meal. It's definitely a very nice tavern. Um, and as she kind of sets down, she's got a plate for herself as well. Uh, and she takes a seat and she goes, All right, well... Um, oh my, where to start? Um... I, I guess I'll, I'll start with the important bits. Um, hi. Um, my name is, uh, Lynn, or Lil Ensley. Uh, however, most people find that quite difficult to pronounce. Uh, so I just insist everybody calls me Lil. Um, or Little if you prefer, but Lil I prefer. Um, and, um, I'm, I'm the owner of, of Apple Run, Ta uh, Apple Rum Tavern. And, um, yeah, I, I don't really know how else to put it, so honestly, I, I guess I'll just uh, stop beating around the bush. Uh, welcome to the Adventures Guild. Um, you have been ranked. I'm sure you're all very excited to know what rank you are. Uh, don't get too excited. Let me just put that out there now. Don't don't get ahead of yourselves. Um, you have been ranked copper. Is that um, like the best? <laughs> I, 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 I must, I'm sorry. It, it, oh my, it's really not. Um, it is the lowest rank. Um, however, before you all give me those looks, um, I have been cleared to bump you perhaps several ranks, depending on your initial performance. Um, you all performed very well during the trials, but there was some questions about your affiliations outside of Stronghold and that sort of thing, and that's why, uh, you were placed at the lower rung. Um, but don't feel too bad. That means you got me. 
and and I'm pretty amazing, I out, think. Out of curiosity, uh, where would we be ranked without these suspicions? I'm, for ego's sake. I, I'm really not privy to that information. Probably the highest, right? just have to deal. I, it, should you ever get the opportunity, you could always ask Sergeant Strain yourself. Maybe I will. Um, but uh, we are we are getting a little ahead of ourselves. Um, so I think perhaps uh, while you eat, um, oh, oh my, yes, I think that would be a good place to start. Um, we'll maybe just start with a little bit of, of the history of Stronghold itself. I, how much do you know um, about Stronghold? We've never met anybody from Stronghold, so I guess from the beginning. Okay. That, that seems fair. Uh, going through a, a little bit of history might help you narrow down some of your questions. I, I'm sure you have plenty, um, and, and obviously I, I'm here to answer those, um, but we'll, we'll maybe begin with, with a slight story first, uh, and uh, I, I think that would be a good idea. Um, so let me start uh, with a little bit of brief history of, of Stronghold. Um, we were founded when the Prophet... Uh, was visited in a dream by three men who he believed was gods. And, and certainly, uh, given the events of history, we have no reason to doubt that. Um, and they told him that the end of the world was coming, uh, which I'm sure a lot of people found really funny at the time. Uh, not so much now. Um, but the, the prophet, he is a wise man, and he took these warnings very seriously. And he wasted no time uh, rounding up all of the wood elves that were in his area. And he began searching for uh, other allies that he could make deals with to help make this sanctuary. Um, it wasn't always easy, um, but he went to men, dwarves, the high elves, anybody that he could manage to get his hands on. And he went looking to uh, try to make packs with people. And, and he, as you can see, was quite successful. Um, through a couple of deals that he made with some very powerful mages, uh, and even a very mysterious man who was rumored to walk with an army of iron behind him, mm. um, they managed to create this little pocket dimension with which we now enjoy living. Um... That is, um, that is essentially how the Stronghold came to be. Um, after its creation, many of the individuals involved with its creation moved on to other projects. Some are still here, but most of them uh, were not needed to maintain this that we are currently inside. Um, it was during this time as well um, that he met his queen and the government of Stronghold was created. Um, we've been riding out the disaster here ever since. Um, it is this secret, which is the main reason that once people join Stronghold, they're not usually allowed to leave until they are, until they are given special permission. Because, of course, the secret that we're not really out in the woods, but instead somewhere else quite different, is really one of the greatest protections we have. After all, if no one knows where to look for you, they're going to have a hard time finding you. Um, I can give you a little bit of information for the time being on how the stronghold itself is uh, is laid out. 
Um, I like to think of it as a big circular tower floating somewhere. I'm I'm not very good with magic myself. Um, It has uh, several rungs. Uh, You may recall me saying that this was the farming rung. Uh, We are third from the bottom and quite proud of it. Um, And each rung in general tends to serve a specific purpose. Uh, We are on the farming rung. It is a quite wide open space uh, used for farming, wood gathering, animal husbandry, that sort of stuff. Um, I I can actually, um, if you are quite done your food, um, I can take you outside uh, and show you around a little if you like. What uh, rung is, what are the rungs above and below us? Um, unfortunately, until you're given access to rungs outside of your own rung, um, I can't really give you much more information than that. There was a book rung. Yeah, where's, is there a library? Uh, it is my understanding there are several libraries, yes. Oh. On this rung, though? Uh, we don't have, there is a section that we designate to our farming knowledge, um, however, it's mostly passed by word of mouth. Um... Books. Oh, something to look forward to then. And how do we advance to another rung? Uh, we will get to that. Um, there is certainly a way. Have no fear. Uh, most adventurers are allowed to travel between several rungs fairly early in their careers. It's quite necessary. Um, if if you'll follow me outside, I'll explain a, a little better. Um, right now, we are living in the small town, well, really the only main town of this rung, uh, known as uh, Cabbage Run. Uh, it's an interesting name, but we like it. Um, and um, as you can see... Um, there are forests and hills and lots of farmland. Uh, there is also a general store uh, and our town hall, uh, which unfortunately for the time being is closed uh, as our mayor is off on an adventuring job. Um, he is a part of the guild as well. Um, but we expect him back in, in about a week or so. Um, you may also have noticed that we are under a bit of a green-tinged sky and there is no visible sun some people find that a little disturbing when they first come here. It's amazing, let me tell you. It's oh, all right, that of thing. Of course, forgive me. You are, of course, a drow. Um, I suspect you'll like it here. Um, we do have enough, uh, what I'm told, acts like natural sunlight to farm things, but it's really sort of indirect. Well, who saw that twist coming? It's natural. <laughs> she, she just finished saying it was unnatural. That she just hasn't made stuff to worry about. It's natural. Trust me. The drow has problems with the sun. He thinks it's unnatural. Most do. They do tend to stick to the lower rungs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fiery death up there. It's not. It's quite lovely. Unnatural. Um, if I may continue. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Well, it's quite all right. Most people are quite excited to be accepted into the stronghold. and We, we are aware of that. Um... So each rung is separated from the other through magic. There's no physical connection, uh, at least none that I'm aware of. I'm not really up on how the whole system is set up. Um, however, uh, as you can see here, and she holds up her hand, uh, and on one of her fingers is a ring that has several slots that could accept gems. For hers, only a few seem to be populated. Her, her ring is largely empty. 
Um, uh, these rings are basically used to transfer from rung to rung. Uh, when you are accepted to be allowed to travel to a different rung, you will be given a gem that can take you there, um, much like the ones that you see here. Um, you will be receiving um, your own rings um, fairly shortly, um, although yours will only have the gem for this rung in them for the time being. Uh, that being said, uh, most adventurers are given access to a couple of rungs fairly early. There is, of course, the Great Market rung, uh, where most of the shops and trading occurs. Uh, and obviously, if you didn't have access to that, uh, you probably wouldn't be very good adventurers. Uh, so access to that is usually granted fairly early on. Um, um another question. Have, uh, go ahead. Has a little girl come through here recently? Um... I I know it looks like I, I deal with a lot of people, and I do, but everyone that joins the Stronghold doesn't all flow through my doors, unfortunately. Um, I haven't seen a little girl, but that doesn't necessarily mean one isn't here. If who, we... who do we go to to find out? I Well, I would imagine uh, on the market rung, there is an import office. They usually have most of the information on the newcomers. Uh, that being said, they're not the only place. Several nobles are involved with bringing new people in. Uh, the, uh, obviously, the guardsmen, the military, uh, are up on that sort of thing as well. They have to approve all new um, uh, people coming in. So I suspect there's probably quite a few places you could find that information. So what were the two rungs you mentioned that, um, or that she mentioned that were that we'd probably get access to pretty quick? Marketplace. This, one, this one in the marketplace. Gotcha. Um, I guess a little bit more information about the ranks, obviously. We've talked a little bit about that. Uh, it is fairly important for you to know the ranks, obviously. Um, so they proceed as follows. Uh, we begin with copper, and, uh, you know, uh, oh my, like, copper's not so bad. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's where most people start. Um, we then follow that to tin, through to iron, to silver, to gold... Emerald, a personal favorite of mine, is diamond. Electrum, platinum, and then the very highest rank of mithril. Electrum, platinum. I still had to like write a title and everything when he started. I know. Like, yeah, I lost. What's the last one? Mithril. Uh, mithril. All right. So copper, tin, iron, silver, gold, emerald, diamond, electrum, platinum, mithril. 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 Yay. We only have to go up. We're basically already there. Nine. Nine, nine ranks. Now, I understand you're probably very excited to know how you can rank up. Um, so, essentially, each rank can be challenged, essentially, to try to determine if you deserve to be at that rank. Um, normally, it will happen after you've completed three jobs successfully at your current rank. Um, that's not always the case. I, as I mentioned, I have been given um, special permission to, to move you forward in a more accelerated manner if, uh, if I decide that you've done a, a good job. Um, it's not without its own problems, uh, certainly. Um, it's rather... Um, oh my, uh, forgive me. It's um, If I recommend you to advance early and you should happen to fail 
your challenge. Um, first of all, you will be bound to that level forever. Uh, and second of all, I will be banned from the guild for life. So it's it's taken gingerly. Now, challenges specifically uh, tend to vary from level to level. Uh, it's usually actually the council that heads each level that decides what your challenge is, um, and it can it can range from all sorts of things. But it's mostly meant to to test whether or not you're ready to to move up a rank. Um, each rank uh, means quite a bit. For adventurers, um, it's usually uh, more money. The jobs tend to get harder, uh, but you are given more authority and obviously more freedom um, to move about as you wish. Um, the ability to leave, however, is not strictly restricted to a particular rank. Um, for example, there are some people uh, as high as Electrum, for example, that are still not given leave to, to leave the stronghold. Um, permission to leave requires royal approval. Um, however, it's uh, not all bad news. Um, for example, um, many silver and gold level individuals um, already have their own businesses, their own houses, sometimes their own halls. Um, so the, you, you can make good money even at, even at the mid-ranks. Um, so it's certainly not... Uh, uh, don't feel like, you know, if you're not Mithril, you're nothing. Uh, uh, especially because really there's only about four or five individuals at the Mithril level. So, and, and they are considered to be quite uh, challenging overall. Um, so uh, a little bit of a description about how this is going to work. I'm very excited for you all to begin. Um, so at the lower ranks, um, usually the jobs that you have will be assigned. Uh, not necessarily directly. Um, I really do prefer to grab two or three jobs and kind of offer them to you as a choice. You pick the one you like. Um, I'll try to pick ones that I, I think you can do, or, or maybe I think will get you a particular amount of public visibility so that you'll be accepted up the ranks faster. Um, I do try to, to fit your needs. Um, in the middle ranks, you will be expected to go to the guild hall itself, which is on the guild's rung. They do have their own special place. Um, and there's a gigantic job board there that you can just walk up, take a job that's at your rank or lower, and you can take it and register it with the clerk and be on your way. Um, at the very high levels, uh, most of the time jobs are brought to you again. Uh, nobles and the like will come to you and they'll pitch a job to you. And then it will be your decision whether or not to take it. It does become sort of a fierce bidding war at that rank for the stronger uh, individuals. Um, when you're ready, um, I will more than happily bring you my first choices that I have for you for jobs. Um, I will say you can take as many jobs as you like. Um, you're absolutely not restricted to only taking one at a time. However, only jobs that you have completed successfully count, and jobs that you have either failed or are still in progress count as a minus one towards the total number of jobs you've finished. So pick ones you feel confident in, uh, or ones that you believe in. Some of them will certainly tug at your heartstrings or suit your needs very fully, uh, and I would definitely encourage you to, to do those types of things. Um, 
I don't know very much about you. Um, however, I will tell you two things. Uh, the first of all is I myself personally prefer individuals that um, do a good job, so to speak. I I'm not the hugest fan of people that just go around mercilessly slaughtering people. Uh, that being said, as your official guild representative, technically speaking, as long as the job is completed to the employer's satisfaction, it's not my place to judge how that is achieved. Though other people might judge you. So please keep that in mind. Uh, the second would be, I would like to tell you that as far as I'm concerned, um, as I don't know if you noticed me or not, but I was watching the trials, um... I would very much, I suspect, be happy to recommend you for a rank jump, should you complete my first two jobs successfully. Uh, or if, if one of the jobs that I give you of these first two you're really not interested in, I can pick another. My point being, if you do two jobs for me, and I'm happy with the results, I'm, I'm more than happy to bump you a rung or two. I, I think you can handle it. I have a question. I, I was just going to say, at this point, I'm more than happy to take any questions you might have. Yeah, I was wondering, if we move up farther in the ranks, are you still going to be kind of our, like, liaison? So, normally I stay at this level. Um, however, um, certain individuals have taken a special interest in your group. Uh, so, as such, I will be remaining with you, more than likely for the duration of your journey. Um, don't, no. don't worry, I've, I've handled people of higher rank before. So um, don't don't feel like you're dealing with a country bumpkin. I, I can assure you, I can handle your needs. Oh, well, we are certainly country bumpkins here. Well, that's all right. Being able to admit it is certainly a powerful yeah. asset. <laughs> Pride so, only gets you so far. is still working on humor. You get me all the way to Mithril. So let me get this straight. We rank up, we get more access to more places, right? Certainly. And more places have more books, right? Oh, well, potentially, yes. Okay, we gotta rank up real fast so I can get my books. He really likes to read. I'm beginning to appreciate about that. It. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if the search for knowledge is obnoxious. It is when you're trying to read the book, too, and he steals it out of your hands. Oh, I read fast. Now, <laughs> if I want... Is it possible to meet the Prophet? Well, I wouldn't say it's impossible, although I have heard he has been in uh, uh, isolated prayer for several years now. Really? Yes. The, the queen runs the show. And for now. To get an audience with the queen, what would that take? Um, well... I really wouldn't want to speak for the Queen herself, um, although I myself personally have never seen anyone below Diamond request an audience and be accepted for one. Um, that being said, I'm not sure she, she specifically blocks anybody at the lower ranks. It's more just, uh, you need a certain amount of, usually around that rank you'll begin dealing with the noble houses and, and that sort of thing, and you just, you get more access to the types of circles that she travels in. That being said, she does on a fairly regular basis hold public executions, so if you would just like to see her, that's not usually as difficult. But talking to her would certainly be a challenge. All right. Thank you. Let's get down to brass tacks. What are the jobs? <laughs> well, now. Hold on, Nim. 
I, I really don't mean to be rude, but I do feel like I've dropped a fair amount of information on you, and he's quite ready to go, but does anyone else have any questions? Certainly. Where may this one tend to religious needs? Ah, well, funny story there. Uh, one of oh. the jobs may rather directly deal with that problem, so uh, perhaps we'll save the answer to that question until you've heard the two jobs I have for you. Very well. Do but you... suffice to say, you will not be left without good visit. Do you know if there's any worshippers of Meyer here? Miracle. Uh, it is, I, I suppose I did not mention, and some people are fairly uh, worried about this sort of thing, but, um, oh my, uh, here, we do all, at least on an official level, uh, worship the Lighted One. Um, we do really feel like we kind of have to, what with the Dark One uh, being such a major presence in all of our lives. However, that being said, uh, there has been... No official decree that any other religious practice is against the rules. Uh, there is, in fact, the... Uh, it has a much better name, but I prefer to think of it as the religious rung. Uh, there is a, a section dedicated to worship. There are several churches there to several different denominations. Um, I suspect if you are looking for a specific faith... Uh, that is probably your best place to look. Uh, in Cabbage Run, uh, our our uh, religious official is, is a member of the the Order of the Lighted One, um, but I'm I'm under the uh, understanding that Father Maxi really does allow anyone to pray with him. Ah. I, I did an apologize. I, oh my, I'm such a scatterbrain sometimes. Um, we really must discuss how you prove a job has been completed. Um, so for some jobs, this will be completely unnecessary. Uh, for example, if you're doing some sort of job where you just have to negotiate between people or uh, talk to somebody or perform a job for a specific person where it's easy for them to categorize whether you finish the job or not, then all you need to do is perform the job to their satisfaction. Um, however, if you are given a job of a darker nature, where something, uh, it is not uncommon for people to be hired to take things, or to remove someone, or a creature, or creatures, that sort of thing, um, we really do require proof of death for those types of activities. Um, and your specific employer uh, either in writing or in person, will describe to you what they need to know the deed has been carried out. Um, on a general level, we do have one more thing. Um, the stronghold itself was set up, as I mentioned, in this sort of pocket space for ourselves. Um, we are not without native creatures of this realm uh, every once in a while attempting to infiltrate our little slice of heaven. Um, and as such, we do offer a bounty for monsters slain, um, normally um, bringing an item of the creature that you could not normally acquire without killing it. Uh, is proof enough. Uh, many people go for ears. They tend to be easier to carry. Um, however, not all the creatures have ears, so just try to pick something that easily identifies that you were able to kill the creature and didn't just run up, grab a tuft of fur, and flee. Um, and depending on your rank, 
uh, most adventuring guild halls will give you a specific amount of coin uh, per kill. Um, I, me, for example, I am authorized to give you, depending on how difficult I feel the creature is, anywhere from a silver to ten gold per kill. Um, so it's not an inconceivable way of making money, uh, especially early in your career. That's good to know. Uh, that being said, I really wouldn't worry very much. The farming rung is fairly safe. We are, of course, the center of food for the stronghold, as well as their livestock and that sort of thing. So the guardsmen and the military do maintain a fairly heavy presence on our rung to uh, keep us safe. So it's very rare for adventuring types to just randomly encounter monsters here. Uh, anything else? Let's see those missions. All right. We can get right down to it, then. I have picked two missions that I feel may be of particular interest to you. Um, and I will... Um, many missions will come with a great deal of detail, especially if the person ordering the job doesn't necessarily want to meet you in person. Oftentimes they are quite busy. Uh, however, both of these individuals have just require, uh, requested that uh, after I give you a very basic idea of what they want, that you just go see them in person and, and discuss with them the particular needs that they have. Um, so I do have a job, um, uh, sort of a, uh, a sourcing deal. Um, we do have uh, Peter, Peter Harvester. Um, he is looking for some materials to be sourced for his farm. Uh, unfortunately, his previous source, uh, I won't get into details, I'm sure he can if you ask, um, has, has fallen out and he needs a new source. Um, so he would like you to assist him in that matter. He's not really able to leave his farm for an extended period of time, livestock and animals and that sort of thing. It's just not very viable for him. Um, so that, that seemed to me like a nice little getting into the flow of things. Um, if you would prefer something of a slightly different nature, um, I do have um, sort of a, we'll call it a religious mission. Uh, if you prefer, it is sort of a restoration project as well, if you are into that sort of thing. Um, we do have Father Maxi. Um, on, in Cabbage Run, we do not ourselves have a, a church, so to speak. Um, there hasn't been uh, really time or inclination to build one. Uh, he would like to change that. Um, and for more details on, on how that particular project would get underway, I would definitely encourage you to go speak with him. Those are the two I have. Um, they're not perhaps um, as exciting as murdering all those terrible demonic creatures that I'm sure you encounter on a daily basis outside. Um, but uh, I thought perhaps you'd like a change. I, I assume it's terrible out there. I, I myself have never been, but I hear stories. Yeah, it's a frightening world out there. I, I have heard it to be so. But, my, my, you've all survived, and you've made it to Lil. And, and we'll take you very good care of you. Thanks. So do, do we have to pick now, or can we just, like... As I mentioned, there's you don't necessarily have to take only one. You're more than happy to take two. Um, but until you complete both, I, it will be held as a negative against you. Um, but certainly, they're both... Certainly interested in the temple. Building a church. I don't know. Mm, we build it was a good way to start for Lazarus. 
Do we, have to, do we have to do guy? them together, or are we able to split up and tackle two at once? Well, you certainly can split up if you like. Um, certainly, given the combat prowess I witnessed, you're probably in no direct danger here on the farming rung. Uh, that being said, I, I would certainly recommend against that as, as you continue to progress, of course. Um, that being said, um, a- as I mentioned, um, you are, of course, free to take both, um, and I suspect... Given what I've seen of your group, you, you can probably handle both. I I would mention your dear lizard friend is probably correct. Um, a great deal of progressing through the guild is not so much just my impression of you, but the public's impression of you. The more brand recognition your group has, the more easy you will find it to get the jobs you require. Uh, it is a bit of a political and popularity contest. Um, but, uh, if you play the game well, you'll, you'll find it fairly easy to progress. I think we should do the village mission first. I think we do both of them. Well, I, I think, think we, we split up. Mm-hmm. No, I think we stay together. Well, I mean, we we, pairs, until then... we figure out what this guy needs for materials for his farm, I mean, to build a temple or a church or whatever, we're going to need to source materials anyway, so maybe it's like we do both at once. Okay, well, I think we go talk I to mean, Father Maxi what, first. We don't know what who needs right now. Father Maxi is here in town as well. Uh, Peter's farm is about an hour to the west. Well, yeah, so we go talk to Father Maxi and then we go see Peter. So I guess we'll take both. All right. Um, she reaches into her uh, the clothing that she's wearing, the apron, uh, and she pulls out two strips of paper. Uh, and on each one of them is written just a very general description of who you need to go to talk to. Uh, and she just kind of holds it out. Uh, either one of you are free to take these. Um, you will need to return them. For me, it's not a big deal because, of course, I know you. But if you were on the Adventuring Guild rung, uh, obviously, they may not remember you the next time you come by. So it is proof that you took the job and you have the person either sign it. Or if they never met you in person, you prove that you've completed the job to the clerk. I can take them. Sure. I don't have anywhere to hold it. I'm wearing only pants. I got dressed. Um, oh, I, I suppose I should mention, you are absolutely free and clear if you like to leave your things here. Um, if you want to take them with you, I won't hold it against you. Um, for the first week, I won't charge you room and board, because certainly I won't know if you're making any particular income yet. Um, however... When you do begin charging income, you can either stay with me, and I promise I'll give you a good rate. Uh, or if you've already progressed plenty far, you can obviously stay at one of the finer establishments. I hold no illusion. My my modest tavern, compared to some of the higher rungs, will certainly not hold you forever. All right. Thank you so much for all the information and for teaching us about the history of the stronghold and such. Not at all. It was my pleasure. Thanks, Lil. Well, if you will be on your way, then I will return to my work. You may find me here anytime you need me. Thank Lazarus you. thinks his hammer may come in handy. Probably. Um, I, I did forget to mention, you are absolutely in no way restricted for what you carry, at least on this particular rung anyway. Feel free to carry your weapons around. Uh, life is still dangerous. Um, so feel free to have them on you. Some of the other rungs may have different rules, but you can address those when you get to them. Oh yeah, one question. On a scale of one to flammable, how do we rate this rung? 
one to flammable. Well, well, I just want to know if... I don't want to get in trouble for doing something dumb. Well, I, I should assure you, it, we are largely farms and forest land and, and the like, and, and last time I checked, almost all of those were quite burnable. But yeah, I'm just like wondering what the forest fire hazard right now is, you know, are we like medium, moderate, high? <laughs> well, uh, my dear Nim, <laughs> my, my dear Nim, we are a civilized society, so I suspect if you burn down someone's farm, they will probably not be too happy about it. Well, I'm not trying to, that's, I'm trying not to do that. Really? Oh, I see. I suspect you are attempting to ask me how much it rains here. Yes. I see. Uh, it does rain from time to time, though we never officially get clouds. Um, it is always this sort of greenish color. Um, but it does rain. Seems supernatural. Yeah, how does it rain? I'm not really sure of the mechanics here. I- I'm afraid I can't really give you much information in that direction. I have heard it rumored um, that the rain doesn't actually originate here. It is just sort of brought in when it rains near where the outside entrance of the stronghold is. I bet it's sewage. Um, but I'm honestly not sure. Like the plants need water to survive. I, I can assure you, Master Dis, that it is not sewage. That is two rungs below us, so it would be quite difficult for it to rain here. Are we allowed to Oof. know what the lower rungs are? Um, I do not believe there is any direct reason I can't tell you. The two rungs below us are fairly immaterial. There is the second from the bottom rung, simply known as the storage rung. It's it's almost just a gigantic storage space, really. <laughs> How many rungs are there? And of course, rung one, as you may imagine, is the sewage and unmentionables rung. Not exactly the prettiest place, I'm told, though I've never been there myself. I've never had much reason to visit. Are there people that live in those rungs? There are people that work in each of the rungs. Um, it is just a... Uh, that being said, uh, as far as I've ever been told, I don't think the people that work the sewage rung literally live in the sewage. I, I think they probably live somewhere else and just make the travel each day. Must be a shitty job. But <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> I can see you're going to be fantastic to work with. <laughs> Alrighty. Well. What was, can you tell us what the highest rung is called? I really don't have very much information on a lot of the higher rungs. I've never been. Uh, my husband went fairly high, but there is a fair amount of information restriction at that level. Um, and unfortunately, he is no longer with me at this time. Um... So I'm, I'm afraid I can't really give you much. Uh, when the mayor returns, if you ask him, he might be able to give you more. Um, I have heard he is fairly highly ranked. All right. Very well. And what is your general impression of the stronghold? It, well, to be completely honest, I've been here almost since the beginning, so I much prefer it to the outside. Um, is there something specific you were looking for? Perhaps, but perhaps another time. I suspect we will have many more chances to talk. Are you, are you still holding the strips of paper? 
No, I have them put away. Oh, you put them away? Yeah. In her bra. They're all boob sweaty now. My boobs are probably boob bunny is not awful. sweaty. What? Yeah, what's the temperature like on this? Boobs level? do not I just constantly sweat. Give me, give me a constitution save. Uh, actually, can I just I do should it? Pass over the exhaustion. Absolutely. He just asked what the temperature was. Can I just check the weather? Uh, yeah, actually. Go ahead. Uh, what's, what's, like? what's the weather in the pocket? Okay. So, yeah, first of all, uh, first of all, dis. Uh, you feel fine. It, it really does feel like a, it, perhaps not quite a bright, sunny day. Um, although, of course, there be it does not appear to be sun. Um, but it is like, it's warm. Like, you feel a pleasant warmth to the day. It feels like a summer day to you. Uh, that being said, uh, Kenna, when you attempt to gather the weather information, um, rather than giving you, like, a bright sun or a rainy cloud or a foggy day, um, it basically just gives you this jarbled greenish goo that kind of continuously moves for a little while, uh, and then dissipates. Radiant good. It's foreshadowing. Oozes. <laughs> Oozes for days. Acid in our future. No, no, that's how you lost all your last pieces of gear. <laughs> Let's okay. not play that game again. It doesn't sit very well with me. I want to go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing this, I'm going to go get dressed. I'm going to need it. I go up and get my uh, armor and shit, put all, everything on. And I bring my backpack, too. Yeah, okay, I, I want to. I want to mention that I brought my dad. Like, I brought my normal kiddo. Okay, do, it, I guess it is worth a, a good question. What do people feel comfortable leaving in their room? Do you take all your stuff with you? Uh, how how is everybody's trust level? I, I think I would leave like my change of clothes and my change of armor because I okay. have two sets. Yep. Um, but I would take. But really, everything else needs to come with me. There's nothing really to leave behind anyways. Maybe I'll leave my scroll box because I don't need to just carry it around. Okay, that seems perfectly fair. Yeah, I take all my shit because I was carrying it anyhow. So. Sounds fair for Dis. Horseshoes of speed. Nim is just casually going through his inventory to figure out what he's forgotten he has. What the hell are the horseshoes of speed? Horseshoes of speed. We're gonna put I feel like the item is pretty tried. self-explanatory. Right, we have, but we have yet to find a horse to put the horseshoes on. Is that the... Well, I mean, that's... you don't need a horse to put horseshoes on. Mules will work. Slavery. <laughs> right. Would a goat work? Okay, yeah, no, I just bring everything. Or it says I have two times bedroll. I'm gonna I don't know if the size goats are goats, goats don't have boobs. They have split. Yeah. Did someone else need a bedroll? I think. Oh, I would have left my bedroll, too. I'm not taking the bedroll. I guess it... Other people putting on the armor, then I guess. Oh no, I'm bringing in one bedroll. I'm just saying, I have two bedrolls. Never know when assassins are going to attack. Well, I mean, I'm expecting to do sweaty work. I'm expecting <laughs> chainmail guy. So I guess I'll put like mo- the I armor think on. Chainmail guy, ring travel, and then like son of a bitch. We're gonna find him. Okay, I'm so stop. sad. In, a, in an attempt to distract from chainmail guy, I'm gonna go with guess. And I'm going to try to convince him that he should come to the farm with me, and that leads to uh, deal with the temple. Okay, so the two of you are going to have a little Pow. Dante powwow. Go ahead. Just, uh... Yeah, what's up, Nim? I feel like you're getting dressed as this is all. Put my pants on. I'm like, just full ass. You're just getting full moon right now. Nim, Nim's doing that thing where, like, your dick's, like, right in his face, <laughs> but he's not looking at it at all. Like, he keeps, like, zooming past the it. The urinal look just... And he's, like, stomping up and down because he's getting right into it now. And... Okay, so, uh... 
We need to go to that farm. We gotta split up and get these quests done now so I can get to that library. And then we can help Mary because I can figure out where she is. I like your thinking. Then I can charge up these weapons and I'm gonna be a total badass. And they're gonna be like, that's the Drow Legend. And you get books. Books? Little girl? Legend. Drow Legend. Win, win, win. Dis Legend. (laughs) Dis Legend. Sounds so good. Okay. So we gotta go uh, convince the other two that this is a good idea. (laughs) Alright, it should be pretty easy. Yeah, because we're just gonna be like, okay, we're going to the farm, and then we're just gonna go to the farm. Yeah, like, I mean... I mean, what are they gonna do? Did you see when Kenna tried to stop me getting into a room? Yeah, it wasn't even close. He just flew by. Like a little rocket. We should call you the Nim Rocket. (laughs) He's already the Nim Rocket. He's already a Nim (laughs) Rocket. Or his staff, um, anyways. I will mention, is anybody paying particular attention to the people around them? The people in the inn, that sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, I definitely would have. Okay, you're definitely looking for the chainmail guy. That's it, though. I'm just looking for chainmail. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Kenna, what are you looking around. for? I would just be looking to see like what kind of people they seem to be. Okay. Trying to listen in on conversations, potentially, just to see like what's the norm around here. Okay. Uh, go ahead, perception check. I want to see if... Um, And then investigation, sorry. Like, do both back-to-back. It's an 18 perception. Okay. And, uh... Okay. So, we will begin with just the general perception check. Uh, Whereas Lil was definitely a wood elf, Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't appear to be the only sort of people here. You do see dwarves, wood elves, several humans... Uh, even the odd halfling stroll by. Um, it does seem to be a fairly... Um, you haven't seen any dragonborn yet specifically, but nobody seems overly shocked about Lazarus's appearance. So it does kind of lead you to the logical assumption that... Um, yeah, they're, it's probably not something they're completely unfamiliar with. Um, yeah, outside of that, you don't really pick up a whole lot in conversation. People are not exactly talking while you're around. It's not so much that they seem to be, like, actively avoiding discussion, but they do seem... The fact that you're adventurers does seem to be relatively known, and people are just... They're being very polite. They're they're kind of giving you a head nod when you come by, and just that sort of natural difference is slowing their conversation when you're nearby. Okay. Um, sorry, uh, Dis will do you next, and then we'll come back to Nim. You were looking for Chainmail Guy. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and perception roll. Let's see... Uh, 24. Okay. So, nobody seems to be wearing any chainmail. Ooh, safe. Yeah. yeah. It, do, it does appear safe for now. We'll, we'll have to do something to explain to people what chainmail guy is about at a later time. Um, I just want to, if anybody's reading so much as, like, a drink menu, I want, if anyone's reading anything, I want to be, like, super attuned to, like, someone reading something. Okay, that seems fair. Um, give me a perception check. Like oh, like... wow. 25. Okay. Oh, no, not 25. Never mind, I'm not Salazar. Um, <laughs> perception. That's crappy. Um, that's 19, actually. We'll have to come back to Salazar. <laughs> a, a much later time. Yes. Um, sorry, what was the number again? 19. Though. Okay. So, um, it is funny. People are not without reading materials here. Um, no menus, though. Not, not really a thing. Uh, however, you do notice two uh, women in particular uh, sitting at one of the corner tables when you come back into the inn to get your change of clothes, uh, and they each appear to be reading small 
bound, not book books, more of just like a shoddy homemade sort of record keeping device. I want to make mental note of where they are, and when we come back through, I want to just kind of like, is it possible to get like, like, can I see what's on the page to see like just generally what they're reading? So I think you could angle it. Um, Here's the problem I have. They're sitting at a corner table, and they are both humans, which means they're quite tall in their chairs compared to you. Um, so, I mean, it's not impossible if you got, like, kind of casually behind them that you wouldn't be able to at least sneak a peek. Uh, but being as they're in the corner, you're gonna have to kind of invent a rather good reason for being over there. Uh, it is towards the small stage where the other bar is, the much smaller one. Um, so, perhaps... I feel like Nam just doesn't beat around the bush and just, like, walks up and is like, So, hey, what you reading there? Very well. (laughs) Both individuals, um, I should note, not overly fancily dressed, but definitely slightly nicer dressed than the other people in the room. Both kind of look up from their reading material and kind of like look around a little confused because they don't see anybody. Down here! And they kind of both lean over their books and they're kind of like, they, they look down and they see the gnome and they just kind of both give kind of a, return to the reading material. I, I walk over to you since we're just talking. Fair enough. Can't you hear my friend here? He wants to know what you're reading. <laughs> Both of them definitely have a stronger reaction to this. Um, he comes up and his voice is certainly much gruffer and intimidating. And they both kind of look down from their from their reading material again and, and have a, a slight look of alarm on their face. I just want to know what you're reading. Is it fiction? Fact? What is it? He has an addiction, all right? Finally, the one closest to you, she seems to kind of gather control of herself. And she just finally... I'm reading information of a factual nature. (laughs) And quite frankly, that's about all of it that's your business. I just... Thank you. (laughs) I'm just, like... (laughs) Sputtering away. Just sputtering away. Wanders off. Thank you for your trouble. They, They definitely both give you, like, kind of wary looks, and then they return to their reading. Racism is wrong. <laughs> well, it was bound to happen sooner or later. Uh, You're more racist to the gnome. What, what took us like two and a half hours? Yeah, I mean, we held off really good without just discussing that <laughs> issue. Um, there was like three points I was already. <laughs> uh, so I guess while all of this is going on, Lazarus and Kenna have had some time where they've been gathering their materials, and Nim and Dis have been noticeably absent from the two of you, in, in a way that I suspect after living with them so long, you've acutely noticed. Mm, well, shall we see what they're up to? Well, I can tell you exactly what they're up to. Mm, let's hope not much this time. <laughs> I think it's highly unlikely that it won't be much. I haven't heard any screaming, so that's a plus. Mm, thus far. Always a good sign. Um, so I guess, where are you two just in the main room at this point? 
Or do you go outside? Uh, I feel like after like the do? whole book encounter, Nim just like walks out the front door and like waits out front. Yeah, just follow. This is certainly a very new environment to you, so is there anything that you want to do outside? Uh, I'm going to do a perception check, kind of get a lay of the land out front of the like, tavern. Well, the going to be starting to do that. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of why I figured they're out first. They they may as well do it while they're out there. I'm, perce- uh, I'm perception checking the entire sky, confirming there is no sun. Because, of course, that is very important. Yeah, but I'm, I'm checking, making sure it's not, like, just hiding under some buildings over the... You know, my I'm tricked. Certainly, tricked certainly. Uh, perception checks from both, then. Yeah, I'm just kind of, like, landmarking just so I know how to get back. Oh, that's a 12. Okay. 16. All right. So, uh, Cabbage Run is a town more than likely in name only. Uh, it really does seem like almost everybody... Like, there's a fair number of people in the tavern still... Um, but definitely they do not live in the town. There is quite literally the tavern itself, uh, a dirt road that stretches off to the east, uh, and about, we'll call it about 50 feet down, there is a fairly, uh, it's a two-story structure, um, that appears to be just a little, uh, more well put together than the tavern, which isn't to say the tavern looks shabby, but it is better put together. Uh, that seems like a dead ringer for a town hall to you, particularly because the bar appears to be bar, or the door appears to be barred from, from where you can see. Uh, and then just a little ways down and on the same side as the tavern, uh, there is a littler building, uh, that does have a, a fairly obvious sign that indicates it is a general store. And that's, basically it for the town. It's really more of a farming hamlet than anything else. I'm sorry, I, I should mention, just past the general store, there is, somebody's gone through the trouble of, like, laying out a rough grid for a new building, but it doesn't appear to have progressed past the kind of roughly scrawling the layout and some sticks driven into the ground as some sort of markers. Uh, while they've had some time to do this, uh, Dis has been scouring the sky, looking for the nefarious orb of gas that is the bane of his existence. Uh, and you definitely do not see it. There's some sort of ambient light that seems to fill the sky, uh, but it definitely has no particular source, and you do not find it particularly restrictive as a drow. I'm safe. <laughs> you are indeed. I would imagine... I would imagine there's no better time for Kenna and Lazarus to exit the building looking for their compatriots. Oh, well, here they are. Oh, hey, guys! So... What were you up to? Just getting the lay of the land. Uh, you know, town hall's over there. Uh, inn's right here, in case you've missed it. There's no sun. Like, anywhere. It's unnatural. Exactly. And it's gone. No. It's unnatural to not have a sun. What? That's crazy. It's completely natural to not have a sun. It's unnatural. The sun itself is unnatural. Yes, yes. We've heard this one before. What are we doing about the quest then? We're doing the quest. Obviously. Yeah, I think, I think you guys are going to go uh, work on the temple. And we're going to go see what the farmer needs, and then we'll reunite here before we sleep. Very well. I suppose you'll need a slip of paper then. Who do you think would be the... 
Will you be able to give the slip of paper away, Nim? Nim's just like holding his hands in the air. He's like, me, 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 me. <laughs> be honest. Will you be able to give the slip of paper away? It's not a book. It's just a slip of paper. I mean, you can only... Once I read it once, it's worthless to me. <laughs> so, Dis, would you like to hold on to the slip of paper? I mean... Nim just takes it, reads it, and then hands it to Dis. <laughs> How would you take okay. it? I haven't taken it out of my seat <laughs> yet. Okay. That, that, that's oh, true. I like that's okay, true. I, thought, I thought when you were doing this, I thought you were, like, holding it. There. No, no, no. No, it's Kenan knows, knows, Dis, knows Nim better than that. Okay, Nim's still there, like, reaching for nothing. Like like a toddler it's reaching like for like mommy's child. purse, like me, like, me. He can read it; it'll be. It should be fine. It's not a book. Don't give him a book, unless you know you're willing to give it to him for good. There's no way he's giving that up. I'm aware. Yes, <laughs> I'll hand him this little paper. All right, you hand him the paper. I inspect it and read it. I assume it just says the. It's basically a general description of what I've already it says provided go, you. What was it? Uh, hour west. That's for the farm. Yes, uh, an hour west. That's what I thought. Hour west. The secret message you didn't need. Scroll to the bottom. Okay. Um, I confirm it's. I take it and just uh, put it in my backpack. Okay. So you'll be splitting up then. Yep, seems like. One heading an hour to the west. Well, two heading to that an hour to the west. And I guess where then will Kenan and Salazar or Lazarus? Father Maxi. Okay. Yeah. Like the pad. Where is Father Maxi? In the town. Maybe in the tavern. <laughs> I don't know. Just asking how you will find him. Well, it seems we are going to have to ask further. Guess so. Go back into the tavern. <laughs> After you, then. <laughs> Every once in a while, the, the very basics of information is sometimes missed during a large To be fair, load. we're like trying to go through questions, and two people were just like, all right, quests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's quite true. It's quite true. But that's fine. It doesn't seem like Lil's going and, anywhere. And then we sent the two off by themselves, because that sounds like a great idea. It's going to be amusing. Cause they, that's because they got the information on the quests. That's right. <laughs> it, it can't possibly work out any worse than it did a long time ago. <laughs> The end of the world as we know it. <laughs> uh, okay, I suppose the two of them will head off to the west. Um, just walking, I imagine. Yep. Are, I mean, like, are, are you interested in getting there quick? Like, are you going to run, or are you just going to kind of saunter your way, enjoy the yeah, country living? Going to. Well, I mean, the faster we get this done, the faster I can potentially see a book, but he's still kind of lazy, so... Yeah, and he's got really short legs. We're just skipping a lot. I feel like Nim's going at like maximum Nim pace, and that's not even running for. Yeah, I'm like stealthing Andrew. along, like looking for the yes. chainmail guy the whole time. You could ambush us at any point. Just be on your guard. What happened? Like, when did we become so like OCD about things? <laughs> like, you get attacked a few times from the dark. Dis just had a really bad reaction to chainmail guy. He's spooky. He's coming for us, and I'm going to be the one ready. But I'm confident he's got it under control. The whole the whole time, he's just like, Chainmail guy, Like, what are you talking about? He's not a threat. Yo, that's what he wants you to think. He's very subtle in his intentions, but they are sinister. 
It's like you look around a room, you're bound to catch someone's eye. Doesn't mean they're out to kill you, they're just looking at you like, huh, that asshole's looking around their room too. Yeah, but usually you catch people's <laughs> eyes and all you see is just, you know, just apathy. Or maybe you catch the odd racism, you know. Because this guy, it just said, murder. Except like backwards, like red rum. But I knew what it meant. Oh, Lazarus and, and Kenna, you, you've come back in. Yeah, sorry, we needed some more information on where we could find Father Maxi. I, well, I'm, my, my, I'm happy to provide. So where could we find Father Maxi? Ah, yes, of course. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, um, usually, um, he doesn't have a particular place where he can, uh, practice, uh, currently, which is why he would like a church. Um, so normally we find him, uh, just past the general store, uh, where he's begun laying out the, uh, foundational drawing for his future church. He spends a great deal of time there planning out, uh, its future majesty and, and how, uh, it will be a beacon for the lighted one, that sort of thing. So I suspect you'll probably find him there. Uh, if not there, there is a well. Um, just behind the town hall. Uh, it does act sort of like an unofficial gathering place for gossip, uh, which I gather, uh, being a priest, he is quite well up on. Um, so you may find him there as well. Alright. And, uh, is there anything about his looks so we can pick him out in the crowd? Ah, well, he normally dresses in a very white robe, uh, with kind of golden trim to it. I, I don't think it's really actual gold, mind you. Um, but it does look very effective. Um, but yeah, he has sort of a priestly robe to him. Uh, and trust me, you're new in town. He'll see you first. Okay. Thank you so much. A- absolutely. My pleasure. Bye, Lil. We head to the... Good luck. Head... We head past the Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. Well, since you guys have an hour of travel ahead of you, um, we will, of course, have to take what's happening here directly in town first. But we will get back to you. Um, while you're on your travels, uh, is there anything in particular that you would like to keep an eye out for? Anything you're curious about? Um, things like what they grow here, that kind of stuff. Do you really care? You just kind of moseying along? Lazarus uh, would be probably looking at uh, some of the people nearby. That's about it. Okay, fair enough. Nim... Well, I mean, he's he's just scanning for, I don't know, as much information as possible, I guess. Okay. You know, I would be looking for wildlife. Ah, we haven't discussed that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenna, I would like you to make a survival check for me. I feel like I just got, like, really low and serious there for a minute. We're really getting serious. 21. Okay. It occurs to Kenna, kind of out of the blue, that she hasn't yet checked for wildlife in this new mysterious land. Um, And you kind of take a moment to take in your surroundings, and you know that scene from Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, when, like, he's just, like, bombarded by the majesty of nature. Um, you experience uh, a brief moment of that euphoria as you realize that not only is there significant evidence of animal life, but that you actually notice several pieces of animal life playing out there to see in front of you. Several groundhogs go by. Um, you do see a bird fly by at one point. 
Um, uh, there is a, a couple of squirrels that have been kind of nattering in a tree nearby. Uh, it is definitely a place, uh, either naturally or otherwise, uh, that is full of life. Um, before we head to the church, I'd like to go to the squirrels, because I would assume they're the most accessible. Uh, the, there is a tree right next to the tavern. I, I would recommend, uh, mention, it's not necessarily open plain. There is quite a mix of of plain and, and trees. So the town itself has several trees that are kind of a part of their area. It's it's very much a kind of diverse area. So yeah, there is a tree just kind of off to your right. Is there squirrels on the tree? There is, in fact, two black squirrels on the tree. I would like to talk to the squirrels. All right. So you kind of walk up. And what do you... It, I, I will mention just to, just for the poor souls that have no idea. The world is very much devoid of animal life, rather unfortunately, uh, out in the real world, or at least uh, very low amounts of animal life. So our poor druid has has gone without the love of nature for some time. Uh, so that is the source of her excitement. Um, but you walk up to the squirrels, and I guess, what would you like to say? I just want to see if I can even talk to them. So I just want to be like, hi, how are you? They kind of, there is that moment as squirrels where they kind of like peek their head up and look over at you, perhaps a bit startled that, you know, they can understand what you're saying. Uh, and finally, one of them just kind of moves forward and goes, yes? Hmm? What? Hi? Oh, you can talk to me and I can talk to you. It's so exciting. Yes, I too am surprised. That does not happen often. Uh, Well, not in particular, no. I'm sorry about that. That's quite a shame for everyone else. Bowser's is just like <laughs> she's just making like chittering sounds. You're just kind of like, what the fuck? Basically, uh, but he just kind of looks at you. Can I help you with something? No, I'm just very excited. It's been so long since I've been able to talk to an animal. He just kind of bobs his head from side to side. Yes, I haven't talked to many two-legged things before either. I'm a human. Right. Well, what can I do for you, human? I, I was just wondering what you think of this this nice little farmland. Uh, well, the farmland is nice. It, it has food we need and shelter we crave. And are they nice to you here? Well, no one's really nice to squirrels. But they're not not nice to us. That's better than nothing. We think so. How long have you been here for? Well, let's see. Uh, me personally, five? Five? Ah. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. Do you remember, were you ever living outside of here? I was born in this tree. You were born in this tree. And I'll die in this tree. It is my home. Oh, and who, who, who was your little friend here with you? Oh. You don't really need to worry about him. Why not? Well, he's just another squirrel, really. Well, why, can't he ta- why can't you talk with him? He kind of like leans over. He's like, you could talk to me if you like. What's your name? I'm a squirrel. You don't have a name? We are squirrels. Neither of you have a name? Why would we need names? He smells faintly of elderberries, and he smells faintly of walnuts. Okay, fair, fair. Are you friends? Maybe. What's a friend? Somebody you spend a lot of time with, and you enjoy it. We'd have to think on that. Do you both live in this tree? Yes. Interesting. 
Well, if you ever want to talk to a human again, I'm always available. They kind of like look at each other and like, it hasn't been unenjoyable, so perhaps later. Would it be alright if I gave you names? I'm not sure why we would need names. But so if it assists you. So I can tell the difference. We will allow it. Perfect. Can I call you Walnut? And you Elder? But I'm older than him. That doesn't matter. It's just short for Elderberry. We don't find these names... Suitable? No, unsuitable. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'll keep thinking of names. We will return to squirrel business. Have fun doing your squirrel things. <laughs> and I believe Kenna would just, like, skip away so joyously. This is like, like, like an eight-year-old who's just been given <laughs> sour candy. She's just like, la, 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 just, like, wandering off. Forgetting about the fa- fact that there's a fake son and just, like, so excited that there's actual animals that aren't trying to eat her face off. You just hear these weird-ass heavy footsteps behind you, Lazarus, just skipping along behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to skip. Wasn't that absolutely wonderful? No idea. <laughs> so well, direct. trust me, it was. I feel like Kenna just like went like squeak squeak for like two solid minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. This is just all gibberish to Lazarus. <laughs> it's a good thing. I didn't want to waste a spouse laugh. No, I mean, yeah. It's. I feel like the whole way along, any any animal, like wildlife, she saw as she was walking, she would just be like, oh, yeah. "Hello, hello." <laughs> I feel like mostly because she's skipping by, like, most of the animal life has that, like, startled reaction of someone's talking to me, and then she's, like, already gone. Like, she's just skipping by, and they're all all just kind of, like, waving, like. (laughs) I'm the next Cinderella, guys. Just wait. I'll sing a song, and they'll come and do everything for me. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Real real Cinderella or Disney Cinderella? Because those stories are very different. Disney Cinderella. I see. Lock her in the tower. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, also possible. (laughs) The birds will make her bed, and that's the end of the adventure. Um, Okay, I think since you're about to begin a discussion with a new quest giver, so to speak, uh, it's probably a fairly natural place for us to uh, take another break. Uh, so we will return shortly. Uh, so welcome, welcome back from the break, guys. Uh, we were just about to have, uh, Lazarus and Kenna go look for Father Maxi. Uh, so I guess, where are you guys looking first? And I know Kenna is, like, skipping down the lane, just, like, super pumped. Um, so I guess maybe where are you going, because you're probably on the lead. Where he drew out the area by the general store. Okay. So you come around kind of the corner of the general store to see, like, the entire grid layout. Uh, and unfortunately, there doesn't really appear to be anybody there. To the well. Okay. You skip merrily along behind the, uh, uh, behind the town hall. And uh, immediately as you come around the corner, um, you see uh, a uh, half-elf individual who has the white robes on. Uh, his hair is blonde and kind of like slipped back. It gives him very it, kind of an interesting image. And he just like kind of clearly hearing your skipping, he kind of turns around and as he notices you, he kind of gets this big smile on his face and he goes, ah, a new member of the flock. And he just walks over and he wraps you up in a huge hug and he just gives you a big, warm embrace. And you go, God loves you, my child. And I welcome you. Tell me, what have you come to Father Maxi for? 
Well, greetings then, Father Maxie. And kind of, you come around the corner next. He once again, big bright smile. Ah, a lizard child. <laughs> and he gives you a big hug, which is pretty hard because you're rather he's large. So he's like my knees. Yeah, like, I mean, he's like up by the belly, I, I suspect. He gives you a big hug and he goes, God doesn't know that you look any different and neither do I. Well, we were sent to talk to you about building a, a place of worship. My quest. Perfect. I prayed to the Lighted One that he would deliver on to me individuals who could complete my task, and he has delivered them to me. Praise be. Praise be. He gives, a, he gives you a quick bow. He goes, please, please, praise be. Praise be. Lazarus certainly follows Oh, great. Very well. You have come to talk to me about my task, the Lord's work. A more important job there is not. We must build a church for Cabbage Run because it has yet to have an official place to worship the Lord. So, you are interested? Yes. We are. May I see your paper, please? I'll give you the paper. It is very important. We, we must keep things within the order of the land. Though God has his own order, of course. Um, very well. It is a simple job, I believe, though it is a task that I cannot complete myself. Though the Lord does give me all the power he can, I am incapable of lifting large boulders by myself. Though that is not his fault, that is my fault. Um, there are, in the vicinity of the farming rung, our buildings were not the first to be here. When this land was created by the gift of the Almighty above, or possibly below, he could be anywhere, um, many ruins were already present in this land before we arrived. These ruins, of course, are not being inhabited by anyone, certainly not by us, and their stonework will make a marvelous way to create our church to make it separate, distinctive, and above all, holy for our Lord. So I would very much like for you to go to these ruined buildings, gather up the stonework that we might build a beacon for the Lighted One here. Lazarus would be pleased to help build your church. A man of faith. I appreciate it more than you could possibly imagine. My child. And he gives you another big warm hug. These are just a big hand pat. <laughs> he goes, and you, child, do you also believe in this quest for the greatness of God? Absolutely. Praise be. Praise be. Praise be. Very well. Are you ready to begin? Most certainly. I have uh, made a deal with several farmers for wagons to be donated. Uh, I do not and have not procured animals of burden, but I believe where God has given us a will, as we have, there will be a way. I could probably take care of some animals. If there are two wagons, perhaps Lazarus can take one. There are, to my understanding, as many wagons as your good-natured quest will require. I could also potentially take care of a wagon. Ah, this is true. I can't imagine a woman such suited. as yourself pulling a wagon as a beast of burden. 
Surely you jest. Most no. certainly. But only in an odd way. In, in this form, you're correct. I, I could not. Well, it would not be God's will for a lady away. such as yourself to pull a wagon. Correct. But there are other ways. <clears throat> Very well. Clearly, you have your own devices in mind, and I do not wish to interfere with your process as God will guide you in the proper path, as he always does. So, if you need nothing else from me, I can certainly direct you to the closest ruin of which you may procure the necessary materials. That, and as well, if you could point us towards where we collect the wagons. Ah, yes. The wagons are parked behind the general store. My understanding is there are four of them there now, and God willing, more will come as more farmers begin to see the greatness of the Lighted One's church grow. Very good. Shall we get started with the four, then? Yes. Very well. Please, brother, sister, I thank you greatly. Praise be. Praise be. And which are the directions of the ruins? Sorry. Ah, yes, absolutely. It is off to the east, if you would, uh, about two hours uh, at a brisk walk, perhaps a little longer with the wagons, but don't worry, the Lord will provide you the stamina you need. And the one after that, are we able to get the location as well? Uh, well, the one there is fairly large. Okay. You may find that it contains a quite a large number of stones, but should we require others, I have gone on a sort of a mission for the god high above and mapped out a few other locations should it be required. We should, of course, build the largest church we can to honor his holiness. I agree completely. Very well, then. My children, go forth and bring your love of God to the land. Thank you, Father Maxie. Praise be. Praise be, my children. Let us go, then. Bye, Father Maxie. He gives you a brisk wave and a, another praise be, praise be, bows, bows, uh, and then returns to the water well where he had been previously procuring a bucket. All right. <laughs> Off they head, and we will then take this opportunity to allow Nim and Dis to make further inroads in their quest as well. You've been on the road for some time, um, and certainly you have passed several houses, but off in the distance, in either direction from the road, and you were kind of given the general impression that this particular domicile was more directly on the road. Um, so you continue going, plus it hadn't been an hour yet, so, you know. Um, but yeah, you do come across, after about 45 minutes of travel, perhaps due to Nim's certain pace and Dis being able to keep up easily, um, you come across a house that is much closer to the road, um, though you can't be sure it belongs to the individual um, as of yet. 100%. It's that one. <laughs> I mean, we can ask, but... Nearly guaranteed. Blast. 90% chance. <laughs> Nim just starts heading that way. Okay. The individual that owns the house has set up fencing and that sort of thing. Um, as you approach, um, you do notice that a large number of the fields in the near vicinity are set up to grow corn. Uh, and he also um, appears to be um, farming some other general plant life. But you don't see much in the way of animals. 
Um, as you approach, there is a fence that has been set up to kind of mark the division. And as you approach the front gate, so to speak, uh, there has a is a plaque that has been loosely scrawled upon it, Harvester. I, I read it out loud, like spelling it out for this. I'm like, Harvester! Because of the shade of my skin doesn't mean I can't read. <laughs> oh, you can read, my child? <laughs> really? Meta game. <laughs> really? <laughs> Praise be. Don't you just take my mannerisms? That's <laughs> <laughs> so fun. I won't have you co-opting my NPCs. I'll have you know I'm very intelligent, Drow. I can read, like, one language. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's I can read, like, only four, but I'm trying to work on that. But this lack of goddamn books is not helping. Right, we'll get you over your, your book addiction. It's not an addiction, I just, I mean, grown up reading, like, the same four books over and over again. Let me guess, you can stop anytime you want. So it's okay. <laughs> we all have our vices. Nim <laughs> has an emotional breakdown here in front of the harvester gate, and the, the quest is momentarily put on hold while he reevaluates his life. <laughs> but luckily, it doesn't last long. So it's okay. Nim, Nim like cries to himself for like a good like fifteen seconds, and then just whips the gate open and walks in. He's he's really quick at finding himself. I like that optimism. Let's go do this thing. Okay. I'll come up too. So I'll let him approach first. You approach the small farmstead, and it, I mean, it honestly looks like kind of your average small farmstead. Uh, just a little house that somebody's put together themselves. There is a small barn off to the right as you approach as well for materials and that sort of thing, one would imagine. Uh, the door is left ajar. Um, and there does appear to be someone inside. You can hear kind of footsteps and just a general meandering of someone within. Okay. So there's no door? Uh, there is a door, but it's left ajar. Uh, I'm gonna, like, knock on the wall beside the door. And, like... Mr. Uh, Harvester? We're looking for a Mr. Harvester? A Peter Harvester. There's a moment of silence. And then, from within the domicile... Well, howdy! Oh, come on in! Hello, I thought I would introduce myself. My name is uh, Nim Knackle. I'm from the uh, State Questing Bureau. And this is my partner, Dresman Diss. We're nice here to, to uh, help with a certain material that needs to be procured, I understand. Well, the say... The, the test of the, the bureau? The state questing bureau. R right, I submitted my request to the Adventurers Guild. That's the one. <laughs> oh, I, I see. It's just another we're, name we're to new. go by. It's Squeeb. Sometimes people call it... Oh, well, all right. Um, as long as it went to the right place, to be honest, I, I'm okay. Well, there's one way to be sure. Uh, this... Hey, can I get that piece of paper? I can get you that piece of paper. I reached in my backpack, pulled a piece of paper. And then I hand it. <laughs> well, sure is. That's my scribbling. All what? right. You you boys must be the ones, then. We are. Uh, hey, so I'm sure we are. Did you read the note, then? Well, we, yeah, I, I said I read the note. Yeah, you did. 
Well, all right, then you should be up to the, the general gist of what I'm after, but I'll fill you in on the specifics. Uh, so, to, to cut a long story mercifully short, um, I once upon a time procured fertilizer, uh, that's poop, you understand, from beyond, uh, outside of this thingamajigger we live in. And, uh, that source has dried up due to a, a chronic case of death. Uh, oh, dear. So I, I don't have that so much no more. But my, my corn, you see, it needs a good fertilizing to grow nice and tall. So I would like to procure that, if I may. Um, now, I don't want y'all to think I'm just going to send you out on a poop hunting quest. That seems like it'd be a bit cruel. I do have an individual not altogether too far away who may be able to assist me in this matter. I would like to procure it from inside the stronghold so the source is more, uh, how you say, constant. That, that would be appealing to me. There is a man nearby, a, a dwarf named Gorbeck. A dirt beard, I recall, uh, who runs a goat farm, you see, and goats, they, they's masterful poopers. And, uh, I think he, he would have all the fertilizer that I might need. Now that being said, I, I don't want to pay too much for it, now you understand. If I could at all, I would very much like to procure it for somewhere around the order of about, well, certainly no more than 50 silver a month. I can't do much more than that, you understand? Still turn a profit on my corn. Don't worry. You came to the right people for negotiations. Um, have you considered, um, uh, magical? Well, now, normally, you understand, magical sources can kind of be expensive, especially around here, and certainly I wouldn't want my supply to be subject to some a magical caster wandering off. The goats, they're gonna be here a while, and they certainly gonna be pooping for a while. What if I can get you the goats, but I can also double your yield on top of what the goats provide? Well, I certainly wouldn't be opposed to more fertilizer. I'd be able to plant more. But it, it would, I would have to have assurances that it was as constant as, as I might need. Can your magic do that, magic, tiny man? It'll last for one calendar year. And then you'll have to re-up it after that. Oh, and will you be around here for another year? Now, hear me out on this. What if we cut a deal? What if we say that maybe you give us a cut of the profits you make every year and then we come back and no, recast? No, no, no. Why didn't we get tenor back? Now, I that wasn't part of the quest. Okay. It's a good point. I'm, I'm However, a... we're adding on to what he wanted. Well, I'm not so sure, young man, that I'm be looking to join in no business partnership. Now, that being said, if the amount of fertilizer you can get me would allow me to increase my yield, I may be willing to consider it once I have the poop in hand, so to speak. All right, uh, how about this? How about we get you the poop, and then... Well, that is the idea, son, yes. Well, I'm just... Do we get you the poop first off? All right. 
And then, if you so want, we can magically enchant your fields for free, free of charge. But if you want to continue with the magical enchantment, then we'll have to discuss business options. All right, I think I understand the basics of what you be saying. I'd be getting sort of a free trial of your special magics. And it lasts a year. Now, I do have a question. I I wouldn't want people to think that my corn didn't taste right because it wasn't naturally grown. uh, Oh, this is Altered in some way. It's druidic magic. It's from a druid in our party. It's natural. All natural. What exactly is a druid? They're, um... They're they, like a natural magician. They, they use nature to do magical tricks. They specialize in nature. Yeah. They're, they're like magic farmers. Alright, I, I think I understand the basics of what you're saying to me. I, I, I'd certainly need to meet this druid and, and understand what he'd be doing to my oh, plants. It's a she. It's a she. She'd oh. be happy. Well... She'd be happy Uh-oh. to meet you. Are we going to go for area-specific sexism here? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I wasn't going to take it that far. I was more laughing at how Dis is just like, oh, yeah, she'd love to meet you. And then he thought about it mid-sentence and like, oh, I'm promising something on her behalf. <laughs> and then he just plowed right on ahead with it anyway. <laughs> like, he had the thought, and then he just kept going. At least we're starting. It's a stepping point. <laughs> At least he thought about that it was wrong. It didn't stop him, but he so thought about it. Retribution will be fixed. So did we get uh, specific directions to the uh, goat poo farmer? No, could uh, this farmer you were talking about that has the goat poo? Well, certainly. I-, I had no intention of you just wandering around looking for a goat farmer. Though, to be fair, you can usually smell him from a fair way off. You might not have all that much of a problem. Uh, so, if you were to take the road back there uh, as your starting point, uh, that would be useless, because it doesn't go there. Okay. <laughs> he does kind of like, it. oh, I love it when I see him right. <laughs> all right, now what you really need to be doing to find this uh, Gorbex farm, it's not so hard, really. Uh, you just got to head north, straight from here, so past my house if you just sort of keep going and uh you you keep going that way now it will be field travel mind you so if you're again that sort of thing uh you know there'll be animals and and bugs and such uh but if that bother you there is a roadway but it takes twice as long at least expedience is our main goal well i can certainly appreciate that you're a dark fella, but you sure do seem to get the job done. He really does. He's a really faithful companion, I gotta say that. Oh, You're a really good a guy, Dis. And then, like, Nim goes for, like, a pound it. <laughs> well, alright then. So, if you, as I say, if you take, as I say, if you take the direction over to the north there, you can almost give it a direct straight shot. Uh, and trust me, by the time you need to take a direction one way or the other, you're gonna smell it long before you see it. About uh, how long if we just walk straight through the fields? Uh, well, now, it used to be a fair bit closer, but there was a uh, significant town ruling some time ago that he had to move further out. So it's it's a good three hours in that direction. It smells that bad. Uh, oh, he's got a lot of goats, son. 
Now are I we... almost had him say boy. <laughs> are we, uh... Are we looking to have him deliver this, or are you sending wagons to pick it up? Uh, well, I suspect that'd be part of the deal that you so graciously said you would be uh, amenable to getting me the best deal on. Uh, certainly, I don't have a whole lot of wagons, so if you can negotiate something on that end, I'd be mighty grateful. So delivery's preferred. Okay. I think when one is going to get who, they'd rather it come to them. Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's. It seems about right. Uh, now I will warn you, you, you sons. Uh, Goldbeck ain't exactly the friendliest of sorts. Now he ain't gonna do nothing mean like attack you or nothing, but he's an honorary old bastard. So you, you just be up for that. We were born in slave camps. I mean, well, not born, but we lived in slave camps for a while. We're used to shitty treatment. Yeah, I mean, the, the worst treatment we've had since the slave camp has been basically the best day of our slave camp life, so... Well, all right. That does, uh, that does sound like a trial. Perhaps when you return with my poop, we can sit and chat about it. All right. That sounds great, Peter. Yes. Thank Please, you, everybody Ms. calls me P. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Harvester, was it? Yes. You keep... Take it easy, P. I will. Alright. Alright, well, you lads have a safe travel. Uh, you keep in mind now, you only got about two hours of daylight left. Oh, the sun go... What time does the sun go down? Uh, the the you, light, I guess we should say? We usually lose most of it just before 4.35. And is there a time limit on when you need the poop by... Well, better is sooner. So, like, this week, next week, tomorrow... The day you can get it to me is the day I'll be happy. It, it's honestly, the everyday corn go without it, it shrivels up just a little. And ain't nobody want to eat shriveled up corn now. So, uh, do we head back and... Or do we just... Well, I mean, it's three hours out, so it'd be dark by the time we got there. Not that that's a problem for me, but... I mean, you got your super dark vision rates? Yeah, it's like daytime. It's crazy. But we did tell them that we'd be back at the end for, like, sundown. And if we travel three hours to go talk to somebody, there's no way we're being back at the end anywhere close to that. Or I guess we said before we went to sleep. Yeah, I mean, who says that we've got to sleep tonight? Maybe I'm just amazed it's an all-nighter. They've got these grins on their faces, like a certain duo we once saw <laughs> in the past. <laughs> All right, I think the smart thing is to nervous. go back. We should, we should probably. And then we'll attack tomorrow earlier. But you have to admire their initiative. Yeah, probably. Have some more. Hands on getting the worst luck. <laughs> well, because maybe like maybe the quest they got is like more suited for like people like us, and maybe our quest is more suited for people like them. So could be. I think he might be talking about the druid. <laughs> I am a man of faith. How do you know what he was telling or selling my soul for? I didn't sell your soul for anything. I sold your magical power. One plant growth a day. Just oh, to sit there easy. for eight hours. Well, I can do that. That's easy. And she just goes around like, touching the plants, being like, you're oh. going to grow really well. And you're going to grow really well. We're going to grow so <laughs> that's, much gold. That's a good ear of corn. You're going to grow real nice. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're wandering in literally a square mile for eight hours, like, I'm sure you could touch all the corn in that time. 
Um, okay. Uh, it is getting a little later, and people have had a long day. Do we want to end it there? You've got your two quests, or would you rather take a little bit of time, get back to town, and discuss them amongst yourselves? I don't know what time is it. 10.13. I don't know. Um, well, Cody's asleep on his chair. <laughs> which yeah. I feel like is a pretty strong message. Yeah, I think we just end it there, and then we just say that we pick up next time with us traveling back, and them kind of... Do we have to repeat what we know any answer? Yeah, and it'll be a good refresher, so that you guys know like kind of what quest... I mean, if you want to do the quest together, or if you want to do them separate either way, you're going to kind of have to refresh each other on what the, what the game plan is anyway. So I think that's a good place to end, then. Well, it seems like there's less uh, time pertinence on... Your guys' quest, right? Well, I mean, we're just going to start and get a few wagon loads going, and then probably it's going to be sent down. One would certainly expect that gathering stone for an entire church building is going to take longer than negotiating a poop deal. And there's yeah. no guarantee that when we get to the poop deal, that he doesn't just chain quest us. That sucks that Lazarus is going to go both of them. I know, that's... We're just going to go around and just end up building the, the church first? anyhow. We're just going to be like, yeah, we've been going around all day, we've made a bag. I can polymorph someone. Yeah, we're both we're both useful for both. Oh, I have polymorph too. Yeah, I have no polymorph. I have I have daggers. I have plus. Oh, but we don't we don't have many polymorph options right now though because we haven't seen much. I think our negotiation skills are about matched, or I I think so. I have plus eight to persuasion and intimidation. I have plus ten deception. Really? Plus seven intimidation, and then plus four to the other three. How do all your characters so, end up being such good liars? I always expertise deception because I find it super useful. I think it's just like, what, yeah. Because so like, for me, like I will always make perception one of my things. So I've I, been trying to. I always try to uh, get... And finally, the most persuasive in the party. Whoop, whoop. Okay, yeah, well, my persuasion on um, Tenor wasn't that good either. Oh, wait, no. I'm just fucking kidding. Your persuasion on Tenor yeah. was... Yeah. It was my intimidation. Yeah, but you weren't very intimidating. You were this little halfling. Like, how's a halfling supposed to intimidate you? I had plus nine persuasion. He cuts your ankles. Was where it was really he just cuts your Achilles and is like, yeah, what now? Well, I, I think that's certainly a fair enough place to end the recording. So we will uh, drop off for now, and we will join everybody again next session. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.